imagination of the Barney bag. That's a nigga. See bag. what we can make today. Every nigga yeah, has that bag. Yeah, see what we can make today. But it didn't. My wife has that bag. That's how I know I'm going to marry. That Crown Royal bag is being come. It's, it's like synonymous. It's with a like, special. It really is. It's a party in there. I she was it's iconic. Like bougie. Mm-hmm. But then I saw she had three of them. You know and she. she put, and she put stuff in. It wasn't like. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I she was she was seasoned enough. Honey, that's oh, she has like what arts and crafts in the back? Mm-hmm. Nah, like jewelry, um, necklaces and whatnot. You know. I love it. That's a beautiful satchel. It's a nigga knapsack. It is. Nigga knapsack. Like a man purse. Knapsack. Exactly we need to come out with our own line of knapsacks if that's the case. We do have nigga knapsacks. Knapsacks. We gave them away at the live show. Oh, those string bags? Those are our nigga knapsacks. <laughs> it's a knapsack. Lay his hands off, Christopher. <laughs> those string bags. <laughs> string I think he dissed your knapsack. I know. No, we need real knapsacks. I want a real pause, but I want a real knapsack. Now you are listening to um, NWO Podcast. And you don't want to be a nigga, because niggas are living contradictions. Niggas are full of unfulfilled ambitions. Niggas wax and wane. Niggas love to complain. Niggas love to hear themselves talk but hate to explain. Niggas love being another man's judge and jury. Niggas procrastinate until it's time to worry. Niggas love to be late. Niggas hate to hurry. <laughs> Ladies and gents, niggas and niggas. This is the NWO podcast coming to you live and direct as we typically love to do each and every week. Listen to the smooth tunes. That's plus crooms. Hey, go ahead, talk to him. We some niggas with opinions. 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 Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Nigga with a pen, nigga with a pen, nigga. Oh, niggas. Bitch, you need a pen, come and get them from these niggas. Bitch, you need a pen, come and get them from these niggas. Get off from these niggas. Ooh. I fucking love this part of the beat. Let that bitch breathe. Please. <laughs> who is he? Let that bitch breathe. Everybody's asking who is he. <laughs> Let that bitch breathe. Who is he? That's Benny B. That's he. That's me. Hey. Me, Benny, Ricky, and Chris. Doing the podcast thing like this. Rolling up a doobie. Drinking on some Smirnoff. About to take your girl skirt off. <laughs> Feeling good. Drinking till I'm pissy. We got some therapists. My nigga Chrissy. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> good. Hell of a hey, yes. Green soldier jacket. You don't want to mess with her. <laughs> Jessica, I got the rhymes. I'm feeling good. I know you're listening. It's good you should. Three different ganjas, 
two different raps Realest niggas in the podcast game facts Jizzle in the corner I ain't forget Multitasking real niggas don't sweat It's the sequel from the last therapy session They about to come here with the therapy messing Of our brains Drive us insane But we on real niggas Therefore we maintain We shall remain Unwaned Stay in my lane. All right, bye. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. That's how you end the song. You know what? Just when I feel like you're about to run out of gas, you, you come back oh, with some more man. <laughs> Just when I feel like you're about to fizzle Nigga the fuck out. Heat. <laughs> you don't think this is heat? Uh, it's not good enough for you? It's rather cold. Are you not <laughs> this nigga listen to Wiz talk about weed, seven different songs. Fuck you. This is gold. You should be honored. Privileged. <laughs> To be a witness to this, one day you're gonna have to do interviews about me. I hope you t- hope you're paying attention. <laughs> one day you're gonna say, "Back when he was doing podcasts with me, this guy, I can't even believe it." Back when. I hope you're paying attention right now. I told you. I told you he's plotting his ass. I told you. I told you. Wait, wait. You you think I'm hiding that I'm Beyonce? I'm not hiding. I'm not. Oh, you just wait for it. Fuck you. Wait, wait till Matthew Knowles takes me out of here. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Well, ladies and gents, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to follow your bullshit. Um, I'm one-fourth of your host, Ben, and take a shot of me, and I'm joined by my brothers in buffoonery, also known as the masters of misogyny, the terrible twosome, the tandem of tomfoolery, plus Ricky the Prince, and we have the vegan trap lord in the building. We have some very esteemed guests with us tonight as well. Um, you guys may remember them from the Niggas in Therapy episode for all the OG listeners out there. We have Jess and Chrissy of hey. the Therapeutic hey Girlfriends guys. podcast with us. Hey, we're so happy to have you guys back. Thank you. We are definitely inspired by being here. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> yep, inspired. As they look at us in disgust. Not disgust, more like... Intrigue. Yeah. Amazement. Intrigue. That is definitely one way to put it. Yeah. <coughs> Shut up. Stop being a bitch. How are we feeling? Everybody being good? Everybody feel good? Good, good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Um, I guess before I go anywhere, what I do want to know is I want to hear more about the podcast. And tell us off rip where we can find you guys. Off the rip. Because we didn't do it last time, I don't think. Well, because we didn't have a podcast last time. Okay, No, we perfect. just started it actually a couple of weeks ago. We're like, what? Seven. Yeah, yeah we're, we're seven episodes in. Yeah, we got seven coming up this Tuesday. Um, you can find us at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Congrats! How you like it so far? How's it been to you? Learning process is definitely a lot of learning. Um, I honestly have to say, I, res- I was talking to Ben, and I said I respect how you guys have been able to maintain a podcast after this long because it takes a lot of planning, a lot of forethought, and you just all you do is hear people talk, but you're not ever thinking how much planning that goes into it, and then having to hear yourself and what you say afterwards. Yeah. So that yeah, that's a lot of the growth process. So I mean, it's cool, but you know, we're still learning and still evolving. And I think also the energy level that you need while you're doing the actual podcast. Yep. So you need to know what do you need to get get things going, 
And today I see that what you all need to get things going is a little different than what we need to get it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we typically have tea and banana and like pumpkin bread. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole different kind of spread over here. So, you know, it's we, a different vibe over here. We try to set an atmosphere, I don't know, that promotes recklessness and niggery. I tried to set ambiance for these niggas one time. You did? Yes. What did you have? They came to my house. Okay. I made tea. I was burning sage. And they made fun of me. Oh, Chris, you no, can come on our show you anytime. Can come on our show whatever you need. Anytime. That is a vibe. Man, when yeah. me and Plus walked in, what do we say? You st- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. You we saw them sitting. We saw them sitting Indian style, drinking, <laughs> drinking tea, tea. And me and Plus walked said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I, I thought we missed the voodoo party. You niggas did a seance without me. No, he was creating a positive yeah. energy vibe. Niggas giving a sacrifice to the Ogin and shit. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> niggas was doing facials and shit. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then this nigga tried to crack the whip. He was like, I sent you niggas to work. I expect <laughs> you niggas to be working. <laughs> no. But, I mean, once again, I will, I definitely respect the, your consistency. You guys are celebrating, what, 100 episodes? Yes. <laughs> we just celebrated 100. Yeah, 100 plus. Yeah. And just, then also being responsible for what you say. Yeah, because I listen to a few episodes, and you guys have to, you know, really get a lot of feedback from the things that you say. So, being able to stand in it and say, yeah. "This is what I said, and this mm-hmm. is what I mean." Yeah, hey, Ain't no backpedaling. Just to be applauded. Here's what's interesting, though, mm-hmm. because a hundred episodes kind of forced me to listen to the earlier ones. Okay. And opinions have changed. Like, niggas have changed. Right. Oh, you've grown. And it's disgusting. It really disgusts me. Really? I, I, I'm happy and sad about it. Huh. Because, like, the Ricky's language is so much more tame. Okay. I agree. Okay? I have, yep, I agree And I do a lot less pussy stories than I used to. Is I don't it because you I'm have a lot less of them? You know what? I have a lot less of the interesting ones. Like, my oh, pussy okay. stories mm. nowadays are pretty, you know. They're like, the same pretty cut same and dry. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, you understand? Yeah. You, you, you meet her eight months, and then you, you talk to her about it on the podcast. Well, you did say your 20 dick is different from your 30 dick, so it might be that, too. So I'm losing that luster in the meat, you see? Lackluster meat. Lackluster meat. Lackluster meat. All right, so now that we've all got acquainted, let's start with the gangster shit. Richard. When was the last time? <coughs> oh, it's great. When was the last time you were publicly rejected? Publicly rejected. Yeah. Um, oh. Can I beat you up in public? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that I don't know, Chrissy's my sister. Um, <laughs> um, not, not to be confused with Asada Shakur. This is no, the other. No, no, not, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 Not to be confused with her. <laughs> Sister Hassan. Not her. Um, Shout out. <laughs> um, we love you, Ashley. <laughs> um, I want to say uh, two years ago when I got uh, denied of entry at the Hard Rock Stadium because of my behavior. Yeah. Um, it was rather embarrassing. Um I feel like I'm the Kane's, I'm the uh, voice of Kane's oh, nation, and for them to see their leader get denied at the entry, at the you know, it was just embarrassing. Oh, so. And speaking of him there. being the voice of Kane's nation, let's listen to that voice. Three hundred five motherfuckers! This is my motherfucking city. Three hundred five motherfuckers. Making his buffoonery a sound clip is one of the best decisions we've made as a group here on this podcast. I think. It was that night that they decided to uh, get rid of my... Um, they, they they revoked my season tickets. 
and um, it was the FSU game. It was the biggest year, the biggest game of the year. I walk up, and me and Amos have seats next to each other. They let Amos right through, and when I got there, security came and met me and said, um, "You're now just considered trespassing. You're no longer allowed here." The crazy thing about that was Ashley, who was working at um at the stadium, she texted me. She said, "Hey, Rick, man, don't be on that bullshit today. They, they, they we just had a meeting about you." <laughs> so I they said had a to her, meeting about you with all the employees. Not that they had a meeting about situations happening at the stadium. Well, you remember they had a my meeting. Imagine about how ashamed you. she is. <laughs> She's sitting in the meeting, and then her brother, the jackass, comes on the slideshow. Don't let this nigger in. <laughs> this nigger said Ashley embarrassed no, about behavior. You guys have to know Ashley was in a meeting, but they didn't say the name of the person. Oh, okay. they just she just knew how she was. She, she just about. knew that a person was banned for. Uh, I think at the time, life. Yeah. It was banned for life. So she called me. She said, yo, there's this dude who got banned for life at a UM game. I said, that's a dummy. And then she texted me, yo, that was Ricky. <laughs> I said, nice. <laughs> I'm so happy. So good. <laughs> but that was the worst rejection I've ever gotten because women don't. Women, women have never rejected me. But that was, um, uh, I can't, can't relate to you, well, niggas. No, I wasn't even asking uh, about, like, dating. Like, nigga, babies can reject you. Like, you ever reached out for a baby and had a baby pull back? I'm just asking <laughs> for a but that's, but that's the thing. No other human has rejected me. They don't make those mistakes with me. Straight, so. straight up. Big Except the boy. humans at the hard rock. That's it. Continue. Got my shit back. Benny Boy, when was the last time you were publicly rejected? At McDonald's. Ooh. I asked for an extra uh, packet of ketchup. That's what you get. And... Um, Laquisha or whoever she was at the Mm -hmm. window she denied me (laughs) of the fucking ketchup packet shouldn't have been at McDonald's true true that dong dong okay any of our listeners who currently work or have ever worked at a McDonald's I need you guys to let me know what exactly is the fucking penalty for giving away too many ketchups I need to know what they do to you guys (laughs) I need to go while you guys hold the fucking barbecue sauces so tight. Waterboarding. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the cost? Do they beat you in the patty room? Tell me what the fuck. <laughs> Do they lock you in the freezer for like the 10 fuck? minutes? What are the like, consequences, the bro? You ask a nigga oh, for man. like barbecue sauce, they look at you like you're a slave talking about freedom. Shh. <laughs> and when they give you the fucking sauce, they give it to you so grudgingly. <laughs> like, like you've literally like taken like a couple of dollars from their paycheck. Hey, at the end of every shift, it's the manager. Sauce count, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you gave out too many ketchups. <laughs> Let me see your ketchup, niggas. You got 45 ketchups, nigga. Or you think shit free? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, oh, I do, oh, actually, I do have a, a good rejection. When I, my card got declined. Yikes. Where? We're at a restaurant. Ben had to Ben had to cash at me. Ben had to save me. I like Ben, man. Come on, man. Thank God for rich friends. For real, Actually, the nigga sent me that twenty three dollars quick. You ever had more than one card decline? All of them. <laughs> oh boy, you ever pull out more than one? Like my bad. You know, I forgot I switched them. That you. Man, have you ever fuck. Have you ever told them, hey man, here's four. Take five from this one. Take seven from that one. Take nine from that one. When it, if that doesn't work, Ben will bail me out. <laughs> wow. it, like, it feel like time suspends in slow motion when you're oh getting God. rejected. And then me, when I get nervous, I sweat really profusely. Mm-hmm. You had a you had a birthday dinner and that shit happens. You're like, oh, man. Hey, man, you could have told me that was on the side. We paying separate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I got to go to the wallet and get my real. My, my, I got to go to the car and get my wallet and never come back. 
And the nigga's not lying too. It was one time we were uh, we were gift shopping. We were at Bath and Body Works. You had that same issue happen at the cash register. Mm-hmm. His forehead started beating like crazy. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not lying. I've seen it. <laughs> so the card gets declined. And so as I'm explaining to the register person, I'm like, yo, I'm going to get another card. I'm a cashier, whatever. I'm, t- I'm texting Ben. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good for checking my fucking balance line. I need to know. I need to know where it is. I'm too scared to check my balance. I mean, I know. I hate to do it, too. I hate opening my bank app. Hey, do y'all guess before you check it? What? <laughs> I <laughs> try to, like, over-guess. <laughs> but, but you know what? You know when you so go back and think about all, all the... Like, let's say, to make math easy, let's say you have $100 in your account, and you go back to you like, okay, so that day I spent 17 So you try to... It's never right when you check. Ever. Like, damn. Because they always got some kind of fucking fees or some shit. I thought I had $100. I have negative $17 now. It's like niggas in finance. It's an interesting concept. Niggas in finance, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. (laughs) But if you don't have a bin, I can't relate. (laughs) Get you some friends, goddamn. Get you a bin. Never mind. Uh, I don't know where you're going. Huh? Don't do it. I'm not going there. You please. see, you see? Spare me, please. I'm learning in my old age. I'm learning. Progress. Thank you. Chrissy, when was the last time you were publicly rejected? I was um, keeping a parking space for a friend of mine. I parked my car, and I got out the car, and she was coming, and this space was really packed. So I stood in the parking space waiting for her to hold this parking space. So there was this car that kept that pretty much saw me standing in, and he drove up. And as I drove back, and I said, whoa, I'm holding this parking space. And he was like, you can't hold a parking space. So I kicked his, the hood of his car. Just though. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't because guess what? He was like, I can't believe you just kicked my car. I said, you saw me in a parking space. <laughs> and then my friend was right there. So I was like, I'm waiting for it. So he was just like, that is so. And he started bleeping words. And I am just and I kicked his car again. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's a rejection. <clears throat> you try to reject my oppor- um, opportunity to save that parking space. But he left. So I guess I didn't really get rejected, but he attempted my, to. What's wrong with my family? You yeah. told us a story about you bullying somebody. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I don't even hear you getting rejected. You just I bullied somebody. I was advocating for a friend, and he tried to reject me, and I was able to stand advocating. my ground. Right. You, you kicked his car. How long ago was, like was, was this? 20 years ago? This was, I think, maybe 366 days ago. Jesus. So you can't judge me. We're all changing. We're all Sorry, evolving. Sorry, guys, for my family's behavior. <laughs> hey, I'm human. I apologize for yours first. Man. Oh, yeah. Never do that. So I was rejected. I, they tried to reject me, but I was ready. But you wouldn't stand for it, apparently. No, no I stood. You need a parking space? I got you, dude. Let niggas know. Let niggas know. I'm fucking here. Parking enforcement. <laughs> Just when's the last time? Well, when's the last time you've been publicly rejected? You're looking like it don't happen to you. I was going to. That's what I was looking. I was like, when's the last time something like that happened? Okay. The. A semi-rejection, because I haven't had, like, a public rejection. I went home to Kansas. I always bring spices and herbs back because in Kansas I go to a farmer's market, and so I bring them in my check bag. So I had a bunch of plastic baggies in my check bag. So when it went through the scan and thing, they were like, what is all this stuff? And I said, spices and herbs. And he was like, oh, no, no, it's not. If this is such and such, I'm going to throw it all away. And I know the airport is a federal place. So I was like, let me check my attitude and say, look in the bag and give me my stuff so I can go. He went through every single spice that I had. Mm. And then he said, well, what is this? It was a bag of Mexican oregano. (laughs) And I said, my dude, you taking my Mexican (laughs) oregano? 
He was like, this ain't mixing oregano. I said, put it through the system. Scan it, swipe it, whatever you got to do. He swiped it. He said, it seems legit, but you're not taking this on the plane. So he thought I was taking herbs and Mexican oregano to go do what on a plane? I don't think he thought it was Mexican He was not a white guy. I'm from Kansas. So was he, like a black guy? He was not a black guy. He was the who had the Mexican oregano. The TSA agent was white. And he was like, I couldn't take it. So he took my oregano. That's the okay, only thing. That's why he's so unfamiliar with spices. Yeah, I'm trying to understand like, what <laughs> they, don't like, like, what is yeah. it? they don't know flavor. He has no idea what that is. He's never seen it before. I ain't gonna lie. They were just introduced to it in the colonial period. If, let me tell you, I was so pissed because I was like, I needed that when I go back home. If you pull out Mexican oregano, I'm not going to believe it's Mexican oregano. Either. Really? It's it's green. Well, you okay. can smell it too. Uh, it's, you can smell very it. Powerful it has a powerful smell. smell. Like Plus said, they don't really use seasoning. Well, either yeah. way, I, mean, I was pissed off because they kept my Mexican oregano. So that was my rejection. He probably I got tried to else. smoke it. You ever but thought about that? But when something like that, when, when something like that happens, happens you, can't, you can't contest that? Like, you can't, you can't no, talk to a manager or something? I'm at the airport. I'm trying to get back on my flight. It is yeah. Yeah. I don't got time for that. So talk like, to keep, a manager. Keep kiss the your oregano. Goodbye. Keep it. Keep you should have wrapped that in arugula. They love some arugula. <laughs> they would, you would have been just fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> it's like the time I tried to take pizza through there. Uh, as Plus would say, arugula. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I've never seen it written before. No one writes it. <laughs> Where the fuck am I supposed to learn well, yeah, On menus across America. <laughs> I've never seen anyone write it. I've never seen it written before. It's just on it's menus? On. It's because like, you niggas I'll, don't look under the salad think, section. You think me and plus go, go to a restaurant that serves arugula? <laughs> I, if, I mean, and the grocery store I don't, I don't, I don't do shopping. If the menu oh. says salad, I expect you to bring me green shit. I'm yeah. not really looking for yeah. what all the, the details, extra stuff. Yeah, I don't need that shit. That's funny. So, plus, what about you? Publicly rejected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Apparently, she, yeah. <laughs> she's listened to this before. She knows yep. what happens there. She knows the drill. Uh, publicly rejected. Publicly. I'm thinking, I feel like last time I was in Orlando, I was at a party, and I reached for this girl's hand, and I grabbed her hand, and she pulled back and said, ill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart woman. <laughs> smart girl. Ill? Ill. Ill. daddy. She put her hand out a little bit first, no, and then she looked. Like, I think I grabbed her hand, she looked at her hand, she looked at me, pulled back and said, ill. <laughs> she looked at him as if he was diseased. Ill. Like, Ill. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. It's PD. <laughs> Get away from that guy. Oh, that. There's there's no way to recover. You just <laughs> go back to where you were standing. Can't do nothing about it. Oh, oh my god, that would have been what did you oh, do that would have made my year. Huh? What did you do after? <laughs> did you reach for someone uh, else's hand after that? No, eventually I danced with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, no, no. This I mean, it's a little embarrassing, but short term memory. Oh, memory, baby. When it comes to bagging girls at the club, you have to have yeah. dementia. Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah, you do. You do. Real said. That make that explains a lot. <laughs> so much so you might even double back to her. Oh yeah. Well said. Speaking of people who might have dementia, uh our brother Wilder was taken for a ride. Our brother Wilder was taken for a wild ride. That motherfucker cost me a hundred bucks, man. Okay. Fuck that guy. You're a liar. You probably bet like 25. No, 100. Really? Yeah, I was so confident. You're so confident. 
This nigga talked so bro, much shit. He talked me into betting, dog. Like I was like, he already because he already beat Fury before. I'm like, yo, he gonna beat his ass, dog. Testament to his marketing, bro, because he Damn, really tapped dog. into the emotion of niggas. I said, he's going to beat this, this white this boy day. to sleep. There was a black history speech. Mm-hmm. He came out to poetry. Mm-hmm. I see Frederick Douglass and Nipsey. Oh, I remember the tweet I was telling you about? They stayed tweet. They said, mm-hmm. uh, Wilder came out to a black spoken word only to get beat like Rodney King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about he coming out like he was doing it for the people. Oh, he, he was. He was. He got his ass whooped for the people. Thanks. <laughs> and they beat this nigga down, bro. And, and like, it looked like he was knocked down multiple times. Seventh round knockout. Yeah, yeah, he was done. He got he got his ass beat. That's I haven't seen an ass beating that bad in a long time in boxing, bro. He got his ass whooped. Let me tell you something. Like when you come out on that Black History shit and get beat by a white guy this pale, like the racists everywhere celebrate. Put those niggers in their place. Why why do you do all that? We got to be silent at this point. <laughs> Black History Month is off to a rocky start right now. <laughs> <laughs> shit is crazy. Damn. That's and I ain't even bet on it. You crazy, man. Somebody got to turn the difficulty no, down. Because Fury put on all that weight. I'm like, he ain't going to be able You couldn't have told me Fury was going to win that fight, though. There was no way. I didn't think that. I didn't think, I didn't think it was going to go down if, like that. And if he was going to win the fight, I didn't think he was going to win it like that. Like, he dominated from start to finish. It was, I had a feeling. Then he dropped him know. in the first round. <clears throat> Remember, we didn't watch because we was at the thing, but oh. I think so. I just know I lost. Because niggas kept texting me. Oh, you lost, you lost, you lost. And he was relentless with I, that. I thought the fight would have finished. He licked his blood and everything because he told him. Mm-hmm. He told him he said, "I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna taste his blood." He told him that. That's he some said, serious, taste uh, that's some blood. serial killer shit. So then he, when they had wrapped up, fact. he tasted blood. He tasted. Nigga's <laughs> sick, bro. That like hepatitis. Yeah, it's disgusting, okay. but you have to understand. Like in the middle of a fight, when a nigga licks. Your blood, like it's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. He, he was, he, he was, he was, he was trying to tell him. He was literally <laughs> trying to show him that I'm like, demoralizing. Sometimes him. it's a mindful. Like, it's a mindful. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like there's nothing he could do. Even if his body was they're gonna have, ready to go, they're gonna have round three, and you should not touch that fight. Don't touch it. Do I don't think anybody that needs that fight. No, but it, no, they're having round three. After the first fight, there was a huge question mark. Because it's a draw. He's going to defend his title. He has to defend his title to him. So it's going to be around three. Wilder needs it's that one fight. It's 1-1 right now. It's going to be around three. That, you can lose a fight, but you can't lose that. that you can't lose like that. You can lose saying. and be all right. You went so, that's his first <coughs> loss of his career. What, he's a 47 You, got you think dominated. he's going to take a break? You think he should take a break? Bruh, he bu- got bla- dominated. He didn't just what? lose. He couldn't hear he for most of the fight. He was bleeding out of his he, ear. He couldn't even hear. He needs to know. No, that's You ever got punched in the face? And you know you start feeling woozy. This nigga, it's like when you boxing, you feel like you getting punched by cement blocks. You know what I'm saying? He got punched in your ear, like you, your ears ringing. This nigga, the, the bell is ringing. He don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he looking at, he was looking at Fury's corner. Yeah, he was walking that way. Like, this way. Oh shit, nigga, help us so in the other the fight, corner. Man. Stop the fight, bro. Stop the fight. You can lose, but you can't lose like that. Man, he had to get humble. He got humble. That was more mm-hmm. than, bro. That was a brutal beatdown. He got his ass beat. It looked like somebody that didn't need to be in the ring well, fighting Wilder, versus Wilder somebody is the who worst, never the, the Wilder ring. is the worst fighter I've ever seen. Ever. He has no technique. It he just ridiculous. throws punches. He's just very powerful. He does not have any technique at all. So and that's what I've read about him. Apparently sometimes not they even. can lose a bunch of rounds. Brawlers can take punches. And he's sleeping nigga in round six. Yeah, that's what it does. He'll, he'll, lose, he'll lose four rounds and put your ass to sleep in round six because he caught you slipping. Fight over. That overhand right. He ain't got no footwork. He ain't got no no. He's not a technical <laughs> fighter. He's a nigga who beat up niggas in high school. Yeah, Mike yeah. Tyson. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would have beat that nigga to sleep. 
That's a fact. He's a technical fighter. And to be honest with you, I don't really care too much about him losing. It's just all that blackness was wrapped up in it, dog. It was too black Listen, them for you to go out today. like them that. Happy. You them crackers are happy when you go that black, Yeah, bro. man. Got beat like you stole they happy everything. Today. There's a white boy I follow. He, he tweets it. He said, I'm filled with fury today. <laughs> yeah. Pause. That's crazy. Like, this nigga's funny, man. I can't say shit. Can't say He can't say nothing. Not a word. Uh, between that and Meg, Stallions, Meg the Stallion and G-Eazy and all and Black History Month is fucking finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess I have some good uh, black history uh, news. Um, Erica Badu's pussy instance has sold out. I'm mad at it. Y'all see the nigga online. Yeah, incense. Niggas do anything for the internet. Man, I want to see. I love me Erica. Fucking yuck! What the fuck? Why would you want that shit? Erica Badu, bro. You want your house to smell like Erica pussy? Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? Didn't you know? Oh, didn't you know? Didn't you know? He didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) But what is the process for turning your pussy into incense? I have no clue. So this is what she. But I'm worried did. about the after effects. I don't want people trying to imitate their own variations of this oh shit. God. It's going to become oh, a will. scary they place. They will. They will. They it will. already it's is. It's going to be a scary place when listen, that happens. Listen, when Rihanna does it, it uh, listen, I'm getting it. Don't be pussy and. No, I'm everywhere. talking about the regular people out here. Us. Like. Oh. <laughs> so you would want your girlfriend's vagina smelling around your house? I mean, not yes. really. Oh. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. No. At all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And nothing, that goes nothing against her whatsoever. But I just don't want anyone's vagina to smell up my house. Y'all niggas so if I could so choose crazy. a fragrance pussy with me on that not list. Not first. So, <laughs> so imagine this. Niggas going to walk into your house and be like, damn, y'all just got through having sex? Y'all just got through Basically. fucking? But that's not how pussy smells. How does that's it? That's how sex smells. Okay. Oh, I can really? agree with that. Yeah. But still, Pussy vagina smells amazing. Is it her natural, her natural you, pheromones, her natural? Nigga, you talking that about the air? On? The air in the all right, I'm gonna house. I'm stop talking because y'all niggas looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I got a horn. No, I'm just kind of curious Never as mind. to how do you Never get mind. to that space? The air in the house, Ricky. What about the air? I don't. I'm, now I'm confused. You want it to smell like vagina? My woman's vagina. If I'm living with her, absolutely. Why not? The whole time. So. The entire just, time. This is a very subjective question. Yeah, it's very subjective. It's very subjective. Very subjective. I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't it. want the house to smell like balls. So I'm okay. I, don't I wouldn't want that for you either. But. Exactly. So I, I understand if you don't want the smell. Trust me. Nothing. When you open the Erica Badu scent, it doesn't smell like pussy. I'm, I'm going to show you that. I'm just curious. It's a what sweet type, smell. I'm just curious what type of smells you guys are smelling because. Um, a vagina doesn't technically have a quote-unquote smell. It carries a body odor of what a woman is eating or what she's interjecting into her body or whatever yeah. semen deposits are left behind. So, deposits. Yeah, mm. so technically um, body odor in the vagina would If your woman eats hot sausages and hot fries, then yeah, I would, I would be <laughs> I mean, agree with you guys. Don't do it. But I if she's eating celery and she's eating vegan trapdoor food, by all means, go for it. There you go. <laughs> Still, don't, don't, don't do that. You never left vagina juice on your mustache and smell it throughout the day? Now that no. is more information than one wanted to know. I'm just trying to about this nasty maybe life. for a maybe for 15, 20 minutes you want the house to smell you don't like go vagina. The house like you don't go for the whole day? The whole day. Why not? You well, know that your clothes are going to smell like vagina after that, don't well, you? Well, if I like the scent, the scent, I don't care. You're just going to walk around smelling like vagina. So now what it's minded. in your house, on you, you don't give a fuck. What am I did? That's crazy. Fucking pussy anyway, you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bingo. 
Um, speaking of being a pussy, they got my dog Snoop Dogg on an apology <laughs> tour. Okay, about the shits, little bitch, little. Come on, Uncle Snoop. By the time you guys hear the podcast, I believe that Red Table Talk shit should have dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for those unfamiliar with the history of this, um, Gail King said some unbecoming. I guess she asked some questions to Lisa Leslie that people thought were n- not nice. I believe we have the clip whenever uh, Benefit. Oh, fuck you, Gail King. Um, you can't make no, no, me no, apologize. You called you call me Benefit. I did. I can't play it. Benthony, can you please? (laughs) (laughs) Benthony. It's complicated because of the sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, Man, I she's, just, she's pushing I just a little. I, I wish I had something to throw at her. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen. Where's the Weinstein court. interview, bitch? Is it bitch? even a fair question mm. to talk about it, talk some considering he's no longer with us and that it was history? I think that the media should be more respectful. AKA you. Um, at this time, it, it's Leslie like if really you had questions about it, you had many years to ask You don't become that. a goat I mean, by being a person that just swim through this shit. hanging over his legacy. I mean, goat shit. He went right. to, that's good. It went to trial. So once Fuck you, Gail King. You know, Snoop was clearly incensed and uh, <laughs> he released this video. Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Talk your Is shit, it okay son. if I call her one? Yeah, I want to yeah. call you one. Funky okay. dog head bitch. <laughs> How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off. Bag, bitch, back. before we come get you. Before we come before get you. Get you. So Maybe that's, that's where he drew the line. Where he yeah, crossed the line. That's where, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. He threatened. It was a threat. Of Jada. Oh. Uh, and um, what's his face? Jada and her her mother and Willow talking to Snoop on the Red Table Talk, expressing how the video made them feel. When you first came out and you said what you said, you know, in regards to Gail, my heart dropped. I felt like not only were you talking to Gail, but you were talking to me. Yeah. I was like, oh no, Snoop has now taken his power flow away from me, away from Willow, mm. away from my mother. Mm-mm. Right? I was like, oh, 
if this is what's happening, I was like, not Snoop. He's a turtle guy. Mm. Okay. Right? And so that's one of the reasons why I felt like I really wanted to have the conversation with you in the the spirit of healing. Interesting. He's very apologetic. He's wearing a turtleneck. He's wearing a turtleneck. That's Mm -hmm. the apology turtleneck. (laughs) We've all seen it. We know what it looks like. Okay, so I mean, I guess... Ultimately, Gail King did some shit that a lot of people perceived to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop came at her the way he came at her. Um, and at this point, I guess Jada essentially is saying, you call one of us a bitch, you call all of us a bitch. Ah. <laughs> so if you call me a bitch, you call your mama Bullshit. a bitch. Bullshit. You call your sister Bullshit. a bitch. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Why? Biggest bullshit I've ever heard. I mean, they call each other bitches all the time, whether they mean it in a, in a encouraging manner or if they mad at somebody. So at the end of the day, don't come for me because I'm specifically referring to one person that honestly made some extremely offensive remarks in an interview with somebody that had nothing to do with them. Like if you go interview somebody, keep your focus on that person you were interviewing, man. Don't you bring up the goat. You don't got no business, no right. You ain't you ain't done shit. Nothing that puts you in the category of Kobe Bryant. Fuck you. So the thing, the thing, the thing. <laughs> reason why I agree with Snoop is because um, it's not like this is her, her and Oprah's first time doing some bullshit like this. You know what I'm saying? They're friends with these these creeps. You know what I'm saying? And the minute a black man does something, here they are. You know what I'm saying? So after a while. You start to get upset, and he reacted, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he shouldn't have reacted the way he reacted. I don't think he said anything wrong until he said, at the end, we're going to come get you. That's the oh, only okay, part well, he okay, crossed the wait, line. Address what Jada said. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I would say it's clear that Snoop was talking to Gil. He said her name. He's talking to Gil. Snoop is married to a black woman. I think he has black daughters. He's not calling Willow and all the, everybody else in America a bitch. Or, he's not talking to you guys. He's talking to Gil, who was asking these these irresponsible questions about a man who just died, who wasn't even buried yet. You know what I'm saying? So, of Where course, the fuck was Gail King when a black girl got raped by the white boy who got off in three months? On, Where man. was she at? She ain't have shit to say about that. They wasn't sisters and, and all that togetherness shit then. Okay. So, J- Jessica, when you hear Snoop say that, does it make you feel a kind of way at all? I'll be honest with you. It didn't make me think that he was speaking to me. However, I think that there's a way that you can show your show that you're upset, show that you're pissed off, show that you're whatever, and not then threaten someone. So you can say, you pissed me off because you said this. I don't think her questions were irresponsible. I think that her questions were some questions that were provided, and if Lisa did not want to answer them, they would not have been questions that would have been on the list. Everyone has a question right when they have interviews. Did she push a little bit more when she said, oh, he's your friend, you wouldn't have seen it? That's actually a legitimate comment. I mean, I would say common to have because if you're friends with someone, you might not see things as they do. Was it appropriate? I wouldn't have said that. But it was within her right as a journalist to say whatever she said. I don't think it was appropriate, but it was within her right as a journalist. Do I feel like Snoop said when he called her a dog face, blah, 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 blah? <laughs> I'm just like, you're a bit old to be doing something like that, honestly. Like, if you're upset, you can say how upset you are and speak your piece. 
But to just go name calling and then say we're going to come and get you, once again, that crossed the line. But I don't think he was talking to me because, honestly, I'm not even checking for Snoop right now. So I didn't think that he was talking to me. Queen with sense. Okay, because you – know, go ahead, Chrissy. Jada's take was really interesting. Um, I don't necessarily know how um, – I could understand the play on it, I think, just to make it a, something more like, okay, how can we have a broader conversation about this? But in regards to, I think the conversation I would have had with him was, okay, at what point does one handle one's emotions and have a platform? Like, there's a line. Mm -hmm. I would have understood that question because Snoop does have a platform. And he does speak for a particular um, public. He has the ear that most, like, most people can't get to. So when he says certain things, that I get it. Then people may really take that literal depending on what hood you represent. So I think if there was a question of, okay, Snoop, how does that align with where you are and what you say? Like, I would have asked more of an open-minded question, but the internalizing it as if, oh, you, what you did, you hurt all of us. No, I, he believed what he said. I don't think he thought of the weight of what he said and how it came across. I do think uh, Snoop um, understands where his checks come from yeah. at the end of the day. So for him, it's a, how do I clean this up in a particular type of way? And if this particular, if Red Table is a space I can come in, they had to at least integrate it in a way where we can at least, how can we all heal? That was her word that she said, heal as a community. If we're talking about healing as a community, when it comes to people openly talking about how they've been let down, fine. But if it's talking about just a man expressing how he felt because a black woman has repeatedly, by some, feel like has done injustice to the own community, no, he has a right to. He has a right. Yeah, he has a right to be mad about it. Yeah, I just, I just have this thing where people feel they'd have to apologize for what they say. I don't feel like he should have to apologize for what he meant, but I do feel like he needs to correct. Okay, the end work, the end of the um interview, because you don't want to put a hit on Gail. Yeah, you just want to leave that alone because at the end of the day, she is still. You know, I'm a human being who makes mistakes. And I feel like there was a, I feel like there was some kind of context around it where, like, in social media, there was like this black men against black women. Yes. And I think that's a, that's a, a narrative that is overly like thrown out there because I don't think black men are against black women. I agree with that. And I don't think that at all. And unfortunately, Jada's comment almost made it seem yep. like it's black divisive. men. Yeah, yeah. It's very divisive. Yeah. And it's very in the sense of if it would have been a little bit more open. Because my thing is, you have the right to be pissed off. Yep. But I don't think that you're being pissed off with me as a black woman. I love you as my brother. There was so much that she could address in what he said in the one-minute clip that I feel like it's very narrative-driven for her to address that particular part of his comments. Because more so she should have paid attention to, the, like you say, what he said at the end of what he was mm -hmm. saying. Yeah. And then also as a community, why? let's sit at a table and discuss on our platform why we believe Gail King and Oprah are not going after the true predators in Hollywood. They're going after the people who prey under them. Well, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. To put so much responsibility on people, yes, they do have two platforms. I get that. But it's everybody's responsibility at the end of the day. Absolutely. I think we put a lot of weight on two individuals to be like, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? There are All of us have a platform at this point. I'm just saying if you're going to do it. I, and I agree with that. If you're going to do it, then there should be some justification. But when it comes to, I mean, you could put a lot of energy as to the why someone ain't doing something. But my, if you feel some type of way, that's why I do respect Snoop at the end of the day. And uh, 
his initial thing was, I have something to say, I'm going to say it. So if we do have something to say, and it is a common, if you put enough pressure, then you can outweigh whoever you think has a platform. There's enough, of, I'll say, there's enough of us to, um, to put up some steam. Absolutely. Outside of Gail and outside of Oprah. They are constantly being attacked as if they are their spokesperson. They're not. No one has that responsibility. Yeah, no one has that responsibility. So, I mean, I mean we could still put them on the cross, but... I'm just so saying, if you're going to stand on one side of the gate and shoot everybody that is sexu- a sexual predator, mm-hmm. why are you not aiming at the white ones? You aiming at all the black ones. Why? And I think it's good questions. And unfortunately, there was... Um, I literally had to, like, like, really listen to Jada because I see a commonality in the hurt. There's a commonality in the hurt in the sense where Jada is hurt by the black man who kind of went after the black woman and Snoop is hurt by the black woman who went after the black man and there's a commonality in that and we should just pull together our hurt and really talk about what we're actually hurt about I agree with that and I agree with that here's my question though right is there no okay if I think someone is a bitch is there no space where I can say that because it's not like I don't think he was saying anything that he thought was untrue. And I mean, like, I can definitely get that there are nicer ways to say things. So if you want me to find nicer ways to call her a bitch, I guess that's cool. But I think she's a bitch. Uh, when, I, when, he, when I hear you say that, I keep thinking to myself, and there's some, to some line, I agree with you, especially the black male. Where can I go? to express myself without having to worry about the consequences because mm. other persuasions have that platform where they can say a lot of things and there's no consequences. So that is a thing, unfortunately, it's the unfortunate um, reality that as black men, first of all, to be able to communicate how you feel, that's the first thing. If you got words and then you share them and then share them in a space where people can actually hear me. And then you get penalized for it. Yeah, and then you get penalized for it. It's unfortunate, but we've never been treated necessarily. We've never been treated equal. So the presumption to be like, well, it's, it's, it is disheartening. And I think the more disheartening part about it is how the interview with Snoop was construed. And it is seemed to be taken away how he felt away. He should own up. No, I feel this way. That, but see, and I know that I don't want to judge the interview. Yeah, by yeah, I don't want to judge. Yeah, but like that, I don't feel like enough people are addressing how he felt mm-hmm. and yeah. what he said. Is now, it, how he said it, sure. Yeah, it could use some. I mean, uh, depending on who you are, always you how a nigga say it. A nigga but, always got to say it a certain. My type pet peeve is when people address how I said and not what I said. Well, That's a huge pet peeve. Exactly. That, how, since when can society handle black men and their feelings? Since when? Right. When it comes to, and you know, maybe because we're a therapist, that is a platform that we advocate consistently for. First of all, men feeling safe to share feelings, that's one thing. And then feeling safe to share them publicly and then without consequence is just really unheard of. So it's, when you have, when you have a person with a platform, and T.I. is another one. He's said things and you know, there has been backlash from it. But at the end of the day, when can they speak? without as if because everybody else is speaking and i think also everyone is um there's always this presumption that everyone is correct they're saying the right thing or they Mm -hmm. haven't grown from anything like there's times when people have said i have said things that i have grown from i have learned from we have to allow people space to grow because plenty of times even in that when he said how he felt he called her whatever he called her but expressing his feelings in one particular way 
you can't say, well, you know what, just change this, change that, then you're not really truly expressing how you feel. And it's important that you actually express your true feelings. What's going on? Yeah. No, no, and, and I, I, I agree with that. I think that's 100% dead on. Exactly. But yeah, that, that's... Stop that's, being fucking weird. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> There's watching a rumbling. Us. I'm just trying to figure out. The FBI, Guys, their type is a little too loud. They're low. watching us. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, like, we're on YouTube. Can y'all hold it together? I'm <laughs> 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 talking about the FBI. You're talking about YouTube. Sorry, like, brother. But yeah, I mean, I, that's why I said when Snoop said what he said, it's just, it's just a culmination of constantly seeing black men get attacked, and as a community, he's upset about that. I don't think he. The only thing I disagree with what he said is when he said we're gonna come get mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Other than that, to me, it's clear. like. And also, bro, like, did anybody really think that fucking forty-seven-year-old Snoop Dogg was gonna go run upon sixty-two-year-old Gail? Like, yeah. I don't think anybody I don't, I don't, thought that. I don't think it's forty-seven-year-old Snoop. Yeah. I think it's the people who follow Snoop who yeah. could have done something else. It's the same way that Nicki Minaj's barbs will go and get someone else. Right. It may not be you. It may be your fans. The Snoopettes. The Snoopettes might, you know. I, I don't yeah. think it's called the little dog pound. I think it's called the dog pound. Oh, that's it? <laughs> Snoopettes. Snoopettes. Definitely no. called the dog pound. Okay. She said I'm... Snoopettes, and I think you said puppies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the puppies. You know, it's never going to be them. Okay. I need Oprah to apologize to Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was unfortunate because he can't speak for himself. So there's an apology. Now that the interview was a complete sham, it's been shot down. It was a complete joke. Thank you, thank you. We hear you. It was a complete fucking joke. We hear you. We see you. We hear your pain. She owes him an apology. That's right. And until then, it's fuck her for life. Mm. Let it out. When do we address the pain of the children? Is my question. Mm. (laughs) Well, when 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 do we when we address their when a child that was actually hurt comes forth? Until then, no. When do we train? It's all been shams. When do we address the pain in their butts? It's all been addressed because it never happened. If it didn't happen, it wasn't at the hands of Michael Jackson. So it's phantom pain in their butts. It's it never fucking happened. Phantom. Find (laughs) find a little fuck that it actually happened to, and then. We can we can have that conversation until then. Forty now. No, not at all. You won't find one. It's all a fucking sham. These guys yeah, thought no, they had it. Okay, so me and Ricky were talking earlier. I was trying to find some common ground. I said, "Could you agree at least that Michael Jackson was an odd man?" No, that's not what you used. That's not the word you said. Weird. Weird, cause he did odd things. I said. So he's not a fucking weird, odd nigga, bro? No, he's not. He's not. There's nothing odd he, about the nigga walking around. He's an artistic man who is in tune with his feelings. Oh, that's Why a good spin so on it. Him and his children walked around with face masks. Yeah, he wants to protect the identity of his children. Clearly, somebody was out to kill him. They did it. Come on, if you want to have a real conversation, let's fucking have one. Until then, stay the fuck out of my face with the Michael Jackson bullshit. I keep telling you that. Breathing really Isn't hard this right what, now. Isn't this what therapists would call paranoid and delusional? No, this is what a therapist who grew up with her brother would honestly say. At this point, you're touching someone who's untouchable for him. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> because <laughs> Mike's <you>. untouchable. <laughs> he touched so many kids. It was set up. I, 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 I knew it was coming. I knew, listen, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I did. I said, no, real nice, I see. <laughs> yeah, the minute I heard him say, it's crazy because, no. <laughs> Scene. How he's untouchable, but the kids aren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, Chris. I'm, I'm 
I'm just saying, bro. He's odd. There's no doubt about that. He likes odd sex. There's no doubt about it. Dog. It's not true. He's a kid fondler. Okay. Um, <laughs> Richard, would you be disrespected if your girl ever asked you for a threesome with another dude? If that's what something that she was like really into and really wanted to have? Absolutely. You'd be disrespected. You couldn't make that happen for her. No. I've never been in one and I never will. Why is that disrespectful? Because you want to sleep with somebody else. That's not what she's asking you for. Yeah, you want to you want to invite somebody else into the bedroom. She wants to sleep with somebody else with you. Yeah, you want to invite somebody else into the bedroom. That's disrespectful. That's weird. My dick should be all that you need. Mm. There's no that word. And if <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, the, sounds like some wait, interesting my, my conversation penis, from over my here. Penis should be, my does penis the word should be dick offend you? Nah, I'm just joking. It's my brother's that does. Oh yeah, absolutely. When you put it that way, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of weird. That's uncomfortable. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. When you knew him, he had a cuckoo. And now he's talking about a dick. For the record, I always had a dick. Oh, Jesus. Clear that up. Reminded my mom asking me, Will I have a cuckoo? Did you wash your cuckoo? Yes, mommy, cuckoo clean. Oh, fuck. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> cuckoo yeah, clean. That, that shit is cuckoo clean. Is, Definitely uh, the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody write down. I don't have my phone. I don't have my phone. Oh god. Um. Nah. But um. Nah. It's. I think that's disrespectful to ask me that. Uh. This is fun. Chris, do you think it's disrespectful? Absolutely. Why is that disrespectful to be asked? Like. Um. On many levels, but. The most that I would find that, like, all right, so if you want another nigga there, right, when he's, I, so he's fucking you, or I'm fucking you at this point, what's he supposed to do with his dick? Put it in your mouth? No, he's supposed to use it on you. Oh, that's crazy. Bro, what? Exactly. Maybe he takes Maybe he takes a breather. No. So he's just taking her. All right, all right, bro. I'm just gonna stand back. No, get the fuck out my room, nigga. Why are you in here? Because my thing is, okay, if this is something that she genuinely wants, should there be a space? No, for her if to be that's able something you genuinely want, ma'am, this is what this. You so need then, to be single. I feel like to enjoy your single lifestyle. And then come back to me when you only want to win. I come back. Oh, <laughs> come back. Come back. You could come back here, but I'm not gonna be there. Yeah, go off with him. I'll be gone. So now, now, you and if, the other two niggas. So I see it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, although one could easily say that it is disrespectful, but I'm 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 gonna take this spin on it. There are perfectly normal people out there who just may be into that. Mm. It, it's a s- certain sexual preference or maybe something to spice up a marriage or something to spice up a relationship. It's not, some, leave it's, not, it's not something for me. Sex demons. It's, it's not That's something for me. That's absolutely why I got to leave you. It's not something for me. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not something for me. 
So I'm not going to use the word disrespectful. I'm going to say it's unacceptable for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's unacceptable for me. All right. That's not something that I would invite into my relationship. Absolutely unacceptable. (laughs) I think that's better. Because Because there, there are too many. There are a lot of people who do it. No, there are. Because I don't think somebody's kinks should be offensive to you. You know what I mean? Bro, but that's crazy. Like, you want a whole nother nigga in there. Like, or even if it's a female. I don't know. I don't want that. No. I'm good. So just the asking of it makes it disrespectful. That's right. It's, it's really I have to. Asking. It's not all right. That's well what's going to make it disrespectful is the conversation. But how do you get all the way the to disrespect? Comes, the disrespect yeah. comes in the conversation that we have after you ask me this question. The fact that you feel like you have, you could ask me a question where it involves sex with somebody else. I don't care if that I'm involved. The fact that you, you could fix your lips to ask me that. <laughs> how dare you? So fix what, your mouth. So then what makes your relationship free enough for me to ask you anything sexually that I want if that one thing is just going to blow the whole top off of that involves somebody else. Drop a no. bomb for her, please. I just, but as I said, the conversation after the fact would determine whether or not it was disrespectful. What do you mean after the fact? After she asked me that question, that question itself requires conversation okay so we had to sit down and talk about where this desire for another person to be a part of our what we got going on i'm just like i'm just curious when you hear that a person wants to bring another man into a bedroom how does that personally affect you because disrespect seems to be something that's internal so i I'm just trying to because like, that you? makes me qu- that that's gonna make me ask questions. Okay, so then you about, question about, about what? what? Yeah, it might make him feel inadequate. Oh. Does no. that make you feel inadequate? Inadequate in what way? Because I think if you were at home, imagine you you have a house, right? Mm-hmm. You got a husband, you got kids, all mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. right? Imagine you cooking food every day. Mm-hmm. Every day you cooking food. He eating your food every day. The mm-hmm. kids eating your food every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is something that you love to do. Right. Not th- right. You love cooking for your family with all of your being. Yes. Uh-huh. So much so that you have chosen to do this for mm. a lifetime. Sacrificially. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. And your husband comes home today and says, hey, um, I interviewed a chef today. Mm-hmm. And That's funny. <laughs> she's going to come in. Not all the time. Just mm-hmm. every once in a while, you know. I mean, especially on the meatloaf nights. Mm-hmm. She's going to come in and, and cook. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. We are all adults in this room. You can just say sex. Because if huh? you give me a chef, I'll take a chef any day of the week. I don't care about that. It's the sex. It's the that's sex. Not, but you, I'm just, that's from the perspective of somebody who is not the person that I'm talking about. If you love the and sex, ha- feel for all of that the way you do, you're not going to want to break. Things. Nah, trust me. I'm still on the um, fact of the disrespect part because I'm going to be honest with you. Disrespect for men, the way you guys understand it, may be different from the way people are hearing it. So when a man says that chose I chose Mm -hmm. to be with you for my entire life. I chose you Mm -hmm. over every other female available. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And now you want to tell me that in my choice, Mm -hmm. I now have to be with somebody who desires me and somebody else? Well, to think that someone is with you and a desire for nothing else ever come up in any type of way, I think is interesting. Right. I do think that's interesting. Yeah, but what do you mean by that? Because like I'm not. I'm not. What, what do you mean by that? Because I don't feel like that's where I'm coming so, from. No, because when I and I correct me if I'm wrong, you stated, well, I've chosen to be with this person. So for you to show or to think of any interest in anyone else 
Mm-mm. I'm just in, in the bedroom in particular. If you want to have your friends come over, that's cool. But you talking about having somebody in the bedroom with us having sex, which is absolutely crazy that that niggas is having sex with the nigga in the in the threesome with There's the a lot of weird people shit. do a lot of things. It's a whole category. Yeah, that's people do a lot of crazy. Things. Cuckold or whatever. Cuckold. Well, the other thing is you do realize there are bisexual people who are married to like a bisexual man can be married to a woman and mm-hmm. still kind of you know be like oh we can have a man every now and then and she could be okay with that too. Wow. Maybe we're using the wrong word because you guys keep getting stuck on disrespect. No, what I'm what I'm saying is nuts. in my relationship what I like. Is I don't like threesome, so I want to date a girl who would ever be interested in a threesome. But my thing is, That's how can cr- you, wait, wait. How can how you can... put someone in a box that the ne- they can never be? Right. Because the thing is, the hope is that a person values the same thing that you value. Yeah. However, w- people evolve and they're fluid. What is the fulfillment of having two dicks in you at the same time? I mean, I you, need to I don't know. you'd be surprised. I'm, I'm just trying to understand. You say you'll be surprised. Go go to Twitter and they'll let you know. Mm. You see, Twitter is an exception. Well, like, Twitter is Twitter is hell. I know that. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to stuff like sex, I I would I'm usually pretty straightforward, especially in the beginning of a relationship. You're just vanilla. Let them know this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Now, if you choose to veer somewhere mm-hmm. else, that's your choice. But I am no longer a part of this. Okay. Okay. If you want to explore other cocks, by all means, go ahead and, and explore other cocks. Live your life. But all I'm saying I don't want to explore any other cocks. But no, no, nobody no. else. Not saying that. Not saying that, but like when you said, this is what I like. Today, on whatever day this is, this is what I like. Right. You don't think tomorrow or two weeks from now you might find something that might be a little bit like, oh, okay, you just I've changed. And I've, that's I've, why you stay I've, single, because your likes and shit change. I've, I've, so when you're married, they don't change? change? Married people change. But you change together, oh, my nigga. Oh, that's interesting, Miss I don't know if that happens what that way. I, I change. Listen, I'm okay. I've changed when it comes to when it, when it has come to different things in a relationship, and right. even with sex. I've, uh, I've adapted, right? Because okay. mm-hmm. I'm a very vanilla person. Now, that is one thing I'll never adapt to. I just... Don't like the idea of it. Don't want nothing to do with it. I can barely handle one woman. What the fuck I'm going to do with two? And I've never had a dick, and I don't want any dick. So, I mean, what are we doing here? I just don't understand how the question is grounds to break up. The question? It's not grounds to break up. You asked if the question was disrespectful. I said, yeah. It was To me, that's a disrespectful question to ask me. It may not be a disrespectful question to ask somebody else, but to me, don't ask me that. This this could potentially lead into a different conversation, into monogamy. It can go like, through all different types of conversations. We we could we could literally talk about like how do we view monogamous relationships? Because if we talk about monogamy, it's one person, another person, they come together, they're together exclusively. Does that have to be the end all be all? And does that bleed over to every aspect of what a relationship or a marriage is? Only if you agree to that. Like if everybody yeah. if you come into the game and everybody says, Hey, one dick, one pussy, share, greed, they shake on it, I guess. You understand, but but I think they suck, and I don't think they want. Well. So I guess ben, for a lot of men, that violates the terms of the agreement. <laughs> ben, but, but that's the, why you have a question to have an amendment. Be single yeah. and you go see? live your life and find niggas that into that shit. That's what you but, should do. But that's the thing: wanting a threesome doesn't mean wanting to be single. No. I didn't say you wanted to because, be single. <laughs> no, Obviously, you don't want to be single. You want to be a fucking threesome. <laughs> because because you're saying if you want a threesome, go be single. But no, wanting a threesome, go, go flourish then. Go live your life. Go blossom. <laughs> but it, none Away of, from like me. With but you. they don't mean the same thing. Yes, they do. That's crazy. It means I'm out. 
That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for you, just the question alone is enough. You like, you know, no, what? You're, I you're like, I, there has to much. be a conversation. It, I am somebody. I'm open for the conversation, right? Okay. But you see, in this conversation, if this conversation doesn't lead and lead me in the direction where I feel okay, I, I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with why you asked. Now I need you to be comfortable with why I'm denying you. Okay. Okay. But if you just gonna say. Hey, look! I want to fuck you and some and another nigga. <laughs> then listen, like oh, I say, conversation had. If you're not willing to to understand it, like like we discussed, it is unacceptable and disrespectful. Man, we have a friend. Me and I have a mutual friend, a, a home one of our homeboys. He's dating this girl. He got her into to agreeing to do a threesome, and man, she said to us, "This is the worst decision she's ever made because that shit ruined their relationship." It ruined their relationship. I mean, there are definitely dynamics of think people it you do need it. to take into when you're considering allowing people into your space. It doesn't matter if it's a threesome or if it's just. I mean, it could. And just she was she was adamantly against it. She wanted nothing to do with it, but she wanted to make him happy. She was like, well, you know well, what? That's that, different. That's, that's different. different because but now you're that, talking but about. I put myself in that position. That, and that boundaries that, too. That person, I do one thing. I um, respect about you too. Oh, everybody in here, you're clear about your boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes when people are posing questions, they're either trying to figure out what are your boundaries because they may not know, or they're trying to figure out what their own boundaries are. It uh, may not uh, be they want to do I'm very it. Clear with mine. Yeah, it may not be that the person Same. wants to forego in certain things. You want to? It's because I respect you. I'm not going to do it. You live Go in ahead. a one so, penis household. I got you. So here's a, here's another side of the coin. Nah, cause I was gonna make a joke and it was very filthy, but I respect you, so I'm just gonna chill. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's another here's another side of the coin. So I can only imagine if if I if I want to use my imagination here, if a woman is coming to me and asking me about being in a threesome where there's two men and she's it's just one of her, who's to say that she's not accepting being the third party in the same, just with two women and one guy, just aside from our own relationship. Because a threesome is a threesome. Mm-hmm. Hold on, run that I back. I missed it. Run that back. So you saying if who's she- to say who's to say that she would not be accepting other offers to be the third party oh. in another threesome? Oh. oh, so you think she's out there just she could potentially be collecting threesomes? She she could be. It's a possibility. She out here like Russell so, Westbrook and James Harden. So how do you feel when when we uh, when we think of that? How do you feel about that? Well, it's, it's not far-fetched. It's very presumptuous. How? It, it, it is. It's a crazy reach, bro. And, and, how? And, how? And, and when I the said hell? it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the, when, how is that a reach? Okay, she, wait. It's just she's question. into threesomes. No, but That's not the question doesn't mean that she's into threesomes. <laughs> it's just The question, question means that she asked We are you past about the it. question. We got to know the person now. The person that we've gotten to know, she likes threesomes. <laughs> okay, so we floated all the way over there. So she right likes now, she likes three. She loves threesomes. Exactly. No, but so that's wh- why. But that's why I framed the question like that. Operative words, okay. possibility. One could think. One could imagine. These are not definite things. So basically, from her asking you the question, now your mind is going to okay. So maybe she asked me. So maybe she's in a whole other threesome with someone else. Maybe this is happening. Maybe that's happening. It doesn't so have to do, 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 be before men, she men. asks me. It could be after I say no now. Oh, so after you say no, she's going to engage with someone else. <laughs> because she this wants a, a threesome. Because she needs a threesome fix. You need a new lady altogether. She's a threesome junkie, apparently. I think the funny thing is when you're asking questions about intimate parts, 
it leads people to be open to insecurities. Oh, definitely. So what you just did now, honestly, and it just sounds like that led to a space of, well, I might be now insecure in spaces, and now I'm starting to wonder. And, I mean, it's true. Listen, maybe- I, I know my dick is trash. I don't need you telling me my dick is trash by asking for another nigga to come in the picture. All right? I don't, I don't need that. Just right, let's well. get you a tag team partner, Ricky. Yeah, man. <laughs> get, you're so bad at this. Let's help you out. Just get you second string. Come on, man. <laughs> get fuck? you a backup quarterback. <laughs> just right when you're about to come, you take the other guy in. Hey, all right, come on. Hey, Hold this shit down for me. Is this other guy also going to help pay bills and, and, <laughs> and, and take pick up the kids from school too? Because if you want to have a threesome, let's, let's, let's do this thing. Yeah. Let's, let's really do it. So you're into that. Yeah, let's do it. We want to have a threesome. Let's, let's threesome these fucking bills. Threesome let's threesome bills. these fucking bills. Come on. Let, let, let's have now, a real now conversation. We're hey, now we're talking. <laughs> let him, talk about? Let him gang bang this rent. Yeah, gang bang this fucking rent. Let's spend this bitch three ways now. This is why people don't want y'all talking. Okay? I don't mind spending that 1750. <laughs> he gets all the spoils without no work. No work. Yeah. I got to do with your mouth and your yeah. shit. I mean, that's the thing, though. That's Come the suck thing. this light bill. Come that's, on, for real. That's, that's the thing, though. I come mean, fuck I, this cable bill real good. <laughs> come point. doggy style. Come doggy style this water bill. <laughs> How very about that? Practical point. Clown. <laughs> very practical. See, now you're talking to me because I'm 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 the nigga who talks about bills every week. Man, if, 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 now you're talking to me. If ever a woman wants to have a threesome bill, I mean a threesome, a threesome um, conversation. That's the conversation I want to have. You gotta put the bills. On Find the a table third party too. that's willing to help us pay these fucking. You bills. can't just put the pussy on the table. And yeah, be like, and all of it, all of it, all of it. I like it. I'm not mad at that. That's funny as hell. Speaking of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this earlier a little. Um, what is the appropriate timetable to move in with somebody? Speaking about splitting and sharing bills, mm. little bitch. Um, what? Why was me first? Why? <laughs> I was curious about Alan's um, point of view. Oh, honestly. my wife. Ooh, that's For a me? first. Yeah. Little bitch. Um, I have lived with maybe two or three women. I can't remember right now. Two or three. Wow. An eventful. <laughs> My life's been a doozy. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh, uh, still rolling. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I think you should wait forever. Wait forever. Yeah, because it's fucking terrible. <laughs> what made you then live with those two or three women? <laughs> Tell them. Um, Tell the truth. <laughs> Were you a homosexual? No, the, the first time. No, I've always had somewhere to live. Okay. The first time I lived with a woman, uh, it's because of pregnancy. Um, the second time I lived with a woman, um, was that the one that you needed because you're, you're, you're right. You're I, I was a PRC <laughs> and then she lived in Broward and I just didn't want to go to market every day. So okay, it's convenient. I would live in Broward half the week and then when I was off, I would go back home to Opalaka. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> OJ, <laughs> remember the frat house? Yeah. And I would disappear for half the week. I'd come back in this goons in my room. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, and then um, that was terrible because uh, I hated her kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, let me tell you. I hated her kid, and (laughs) oh, but she was uh, she was everything. She was fucking beautiful, this woman. Um, so yeah, but it and honestly, like, so the first situation. Well, the person I moved in with, I've, I've, I've known her for a long time. So mm. it's like, 
when I lived with her, I don't think I was surprised okay. by any particular thing. Um, the second time, I learned a lot of reasons of why I should have waited a little longer. Mm-hmm. But then again, I kind of moved in out of necessity. I kind of we started like I think we started really dating just because I was there a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Situationship turned relationship. Right. Mm, that's a that's a. Thing. I'm trying to think. Did, did I ever live with anybody else? Um, no, that was it. So no, that was it. And it's just honestly, ser- if you're seriously dating, I don't see why you should you shouldn't even wait like a year or two, maybe three. Um, why what the fuck is the rush? Like, I what the, if, if if you're planning on doing together anyway? What the fuck is the rush? Take it easy. Take a lazy. Take two or three lazies. Take a lazy. Take as many lazies <laughs> as you need, gotcha. but take a lazy. Take a very lazy. What goes on with moving in with each other that is so off-putting for you at this point? Uh, well, because I think it's a huge commitment to make. It's saying something huge, right? It's saying that I'm pretty much ready to merge my life with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if I'm not ready to give somebody my life, and then that also eliminates me having the option of fucking just saying, I don't want to be around anybody because I can't go home. I can't go home to nothing because I can't tell you get the fuck out of your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just that, like, I I just don't see anything that's appealing about moving in with somebody who you aren't super ready to super commit to. Mm-hmm. If you Who you aren't ready to go all the way with, like, next week. So moving it is a pre is a prelude to possible marriage then for you. I don't know. I mean, how could it not be? Okay. It, you're essentially building a home with somebody. You're sharing a space. You're sharing finance. I mean, I'm, you're probably sharing a bed. What else the fuck is left? Paperwork. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Pretty much. And, and, and honestly, if you two are on the lease together already, then what else is left? If you're on a mortgage together, what else the fuck is left? God forbid you have children. What else is left? Nothing. Fuck. <laughs> I can't argue with you there. So, I mean, nigga, <laughs> if you move in, you might as well be married, bro. Oh, okay. You should be waiting before you move in with someone. Uh, shit. Depends on the dynamic of the situation and relationship. Um, For me, the first time I waited was... I well, I was kind of forced to because I got evicted. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to put you out there. <laughs> so <laughs> I was in co- I was in college and I got evicted. He probably only said the truth because you were me. here. No, no, no. I just said waited. I didn't. I didn't say. I, I, but yeah, I got evicted in college. So I, 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 I think we waited. It was like it was like seven months into that relationship. Um, and with Maya, I just like, hey, man. Like 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 Alan said, like, what are we waiting for? You know, just just do it. I was ready. Uh, I had already done it before with a woman. Um, ben was ready to move on from me. <laughs> I'm not sure why he made that mistake, but um, and, and I was tired. I was tired of not eating cooked meals. You know, like I wanted a home cooked meal. I wanted a nice place to stay. She she provided structure and balance and snacks. And um, that's another thing. All the stories that I hear of men moving in sound like this no one is never i moved in her because i love her and i can't live without her is she washes my clothes she feeds me let me give you she's good she's good sometimes 
Maya was like, you're always here. So what, what, what are we doing? Chipping on the light bill. I was like, oh, shit. If, I, if I'm going to start paying bills, I'm, I'm really moving this money. Bring my stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. So, yeah, that's how that happened. What about you, Chris? What? When it comes to the whole moving in perspective, where are you with it? Oh, I mean, hey, listen, we both adults. If you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you want to share your space, and if or if I feel like I want to share my space, I think that's something we could put on the table. Um, we talk about it. If we both feel like we both ready for it, yeah. I don't think there's a timetable on it. Like, if we've been dating, if we've been together long enough that, sorry my uh, brassness, but we, I'm fucking you. I'm fucking you raw. Mm-hmm. So I trust you in my life already. Mm. What, what, what's preventing me from saying, all right, you know what? Come live with me. I already put my life in your hands. Mm. What about you, Ben? I see you hemming and hawing over there. No, no, fuck that. Wait, wait, wait one goddamn second. You asked four people. Hold on, we're coming. No, 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 no. You hold on. <laughs> no, I'm coming. coming. Chrissy. <laughs> coming. We're coming, Chrissy. Um, <laughs> you, take it, you take it the fuck easy, man. This is, this is in the like fucking the doctor's office. Like Chrissy was coming around to sweep. Yeah. Take it easy. We were just asking the niggas for yeah, No, no, I know. know. It's you fine. It's so. adorbs. I appreciate it. Daddy got it. I appreciate you, though. Thank you. Thank you so much. First of all, Gilbert ain't on this show. So. Thank you so much. <laughs> what do you think is an appropriate timetable to move in? Well, there are two qu- answers. I have my own personal bias and then a therapist partner. So which one do you want? Give me both. Okay. Okay. Well, the therapist perspective of me um, believes, well, when is a time where two people should be able to move in? If you've discussed boundaries, if you've talked about, okay, what is important to you, what is important to me, if you've watched the way that person handled money. Mm. And also uh, that hold on. And also when they are sick. Yes. Understanding that someone they've had great times, bad times when they're sick. Oh. If you give them, if you can kind of wade through all of those situations, mm-hmm. then that gives you another indicator that this person is this kind of way. Yeah. That's time though. What, it does take time. It does take time because I didn't say there was a yeah. specific. No, no, no. Time. no, no, yeah. no I'll just, I'll just. No, yes. that no that it definitely does. Yeah. And two, seeing okay, how does this person energy like? How do they get their energy? Because if you're a person who gets your energy being by yourself, then you're going to have a hell of a hard time living with someone who gets their energy from other people. Listen. Like my brother Ricky, for example, there was a season in his life, I'm going to put you out there, he got energy from his friends. So they were like, literally, it was almost like a frat house. But now you look at Ricky. Ricky sits in a room in the dark. Like sits in a room in the dark and does not talk to... So they're talking about the same person at different spaces of life. So... Depending on where you are with that person, depending on how this person gets their energy, you may want to kind of check like, okay, does my energy vibe with their energy, or is this something like where this person will deplete me in a particular way? Then how do I replenish? And that's your home, so you kind of have to. And am I fighting with you all the time? If I'm already, if there's already arguments that's already taken away from like essential sleep, and then now you want to live with this person, so you want to um, not sleep and lose your job because you're not going to function at work. Boy. So then, so there's like. So you have these different things that are happening even before people move in, and they still move in saying, hey, maybe it's going to make it better. Moving in does not make things better. It just explodes things faster and larger. But what moving in can do, it'll show you a person really quickly. So I think there's, there are times where people are like, you know, I'm going to see, we're doing so good here and so romantic here, and I love him, I just want to be with him. Oh, so let's, let me just move in with him. Mm-hmm. And then you say, like, well, who are you? Well, you never knew him. You were just in love with a virgin of him. The wig come off and the bonnet go on. Yeah, it, it does. It, it does. It does. The second cap comes on real quick when we live together. That's crazy. Now, my personal take, because you asked me. Both. I am an independent inter, um, introvert. So 
I will probably ride out not living together as long as I could. I hear that and I feel that. Yeah. Uh, can you give me, I guess, somewhat of a definition? Of which part? Uh, you said an independent introvert? Yes, meaning I've been paying my own way for so long. So it's not like I need someone to come jump in to save me in a particular way. Because people move in with other people for that reason. So that's one thing. Yeah. And then two, because I am a person, I'm a therapist. So I am around energy all day. I'm a therapist at a mental health hospital. That's another intensity. Mm. So for me right now, it's not that I couldn't move in with my partner, but it's just, you have to give me, at this point in my life, something that's more attractive than what I have. Because what I have right now, it's set up and I've been blessed and I protect my blessing and my blessing of peace, I guard that, so. And I hear that. And and when you fucking choose to move in with somebody, like whatever the fuck you have has to be better than the option to Definitely. be alone. It needs to be better than it that is. option. Definitely. It is. Because I've tried living with somebody and like sitting in the bathroom for peace. That shit <laughs> That's is, a rough space work. to It be. is terrible until somebody has to pee. <laughs> 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 Finish it. Fuck. <laughs> are, you in, in the bathroom. <laughs> are you in there because you You've been in me? there for 45 minutes. Fuck. No, I haven't. I just, just got here. Worst, <laughs> Be in the bathroom, rolling up on Twitter. You spent 45 minutes like that. in that bitch sped through. That's just crazy. Come bro. on. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Jessica, I'd love to hear what you think. Personal uh, and professional. Personal and professional. I think Chrissy hit a lot of points when they were associated with boundaries and things such as that. Um, one of the other things that I consider before moving in with someone, I think you need to reflect on yourself and why do you want to do it. I agree. I think a lot of times people think like, okay, so we're at a point because there's these uh, proverbial like timelines in everyone else's head. Mm-hmm. So my friends, we've been together for two years and my friends are all living together with their boyfriends. So mm-hmm. I should be doing the same thing. There's a lot of shoulds that go into the thoughts that we have where it's like, well, we should be at this point right now. We should be here. We should be here. Every relationship is not the same. Mm-hmm. So if you see your best friend now got engaged, it's not your time to get engaged. It's not your time to then have a baby. It's mm-hmm. not your time to move in with your boyfriend. Everyone's not getting the same ring. Everyone's not doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's career is different. So all those shoulds in your head are going off. And then in your mind, you're like, well, why are we not here? And then you start having unrealistic expectations when it comes to that. And then when you ask someone, well, why are we not moving in together? We've been together for, let's say, eight months. We are so close. We can save on rent. We can do all these things. But really, have you asked yourself, am I ready to have someone in my space? <sighs> and I don't think people actually ask themselves that question. They think, like, oh, it would be great having someone to come home to. But what if they had a messed up day and they're, like, sitting on the couch and they're pissy? Mm-hmm. You don't want to come home to that. Yeah. But also, and then you also have a responsibility to kind of cater and deal with that no, shit. No, you the, don't. Uh, <laughs> but when you live with for a person. For better or for worse. Yeah, when you live with a person, thin, there is something sick of, almost what is like it? this. I may have to check in with this person. Well, yeah, you can check in, but you're not responsible for making them feel better. You Sometimes people need time to be left alone so they can deal with it. And Because if you're a person who's like, I have to make you feel better, I have to make you feel better, you're going to make that person feel worse. Because they're like, just give me time. Or vice versa. Or I, I need you to make me feel better. Exactly. I need you to make me feel better. So if you don't check in with yourself and like, why am I wanting to do this? And it's not real legitimate reasons why you want to live with someone versus it's all these outside influences, then you're setting yourself for failure. Mm-hmm. And also, too, people put themselves in a space where, especially down here um, South Florida, rent is expensive. Rent ain't cheap, but so it's okay. people get in a living situation where they have to depend on this person to be here. So after the expiration date, y'all holding on because you can't manage your finances without this person here. 
So now you've not only put on, okay, I want to do this because I want to get to know you, but now I need to do this because financially I can't do this without you. That puts a different expectation on the relationship, and that puts even a stressor on the relationship. And then it makes it more of a... Um it makes it more of a like relationship where it's like a partnership in the sense of you're paying the rent, I'm paying the rent. We're kind of like roommates. And then when you guys get pissed off, it's not like you can say, well, get out. I can pay this by myself because not everyone can afford $1,700. That's interesting to think. Like if you have to ask yourself, would my partner still be here with me? If rent costs five hundred bucks, exactly, yes. that's a different dynamic. <laughs> that's right? a different dynamic because would they still love me if rent costs five. Exactly. Yep. Sometimes people want it's called um, financial abuse. There's a thing where people may put, a person may put you in a situation where you can't do this by yourself if I'm not here. Exactly. So I think as any responsible individual, you need to ask yourself, even if you couldn't do it without this person here, could I still figure out a way to maintain myself? Like. And I'm not saying prepare for a breakup because people may hear like, oh, I'm, I'm not preparing to break up with this person. I'm just saying go into the guise of moving in responsibly. Like logically yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like love is great, but love is at most times is perfume on manure because you're going to go through shit. Be able to carry your own weight. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And I think even the idea of carrying your own weight is something that people don't even consider. Mm-hmm. They think like when we move in, the guy's going to pay the rent. Most of the time that's what people think. Mm-hmm. Like he has the job, he's going to pay the rent. I can pay the bill. I can pay the light bill, the cable bill, whatever the case may be. But you might need to really have a, a financial conversation about what does this partnership look like. Do you expect me to pay half the rent? Do you expect me to pay this bill or that bill? What you know? Where are we doing when we have this? Yeah, and so I'm, I think that's what people don't do. And they I'm just jump paying, right into it. And if I'm not paying rent, then how else am I contributing to this relationship? Am I in charge of vacations? Am I make, I'm making sure there's groceries on the uh, on Boy. the table? Like there are things uh, you like better believe you in charge of vacations. <laughs> <laughs> but these are conversations but that. Those, but that's the thing: people don't have these conversations. Not. They just mm-hmm. go into assuming that I love you, you love me, we're gonna have great sex all the time. And guess mm-hmm. what? That does not always and happen. Li- that's the thing: like you kind of have to be there in my mind. You kind of have to be together to like have gone because it is kind of unnatural to sit there when you guys first meet and discuss every boundary and every expectation. However, over the course of time, you talk about it or they reveal themselves, which is why, like, I think you should allow enough time to let life happen. You understand? (laughs) You have to let at least four seasons. Some seasons. Get get some through some seasons in life. Seasons. How was this bitch for two winters straight? My you don't even know. See, I'm, I won't. I understand that perspective, but you, I get it. There are some times where you do just get caught up in love, and I don't think it's if you meet someone and you know you get in, you know, moving after a week later, that's cool. However, understanding like you know what, this is not going to be peaches and cream. You'll probably have a lot more bumpy roads ahead than smooth ones because you're literally learning each other and crash and like at a rapid pace. And you have to be space. open to actually going through those bumpy roads together because exactly. a lot of times people say like. When we move in together, you're going to be a great person to me. I'm going to be great to you. But we're all shitty people all the time. Yep. And I think that's the thing. People don't realize that you love someone who's shitty. Right. And so you have human. to love them for their shittiness. And it's okay. Because no one's perfect. There you go. So I think. Oh, we're making them drink. Yes. <laughs> release. But me personally, about moving in with someone, um, I've done it twice. Yeah, twice. Once. Um, <clears throat> We were getting married, so that was like, yeah, you know. But that, that's the reason you should do it. Yeah, we, we were getting married. So it was like, all right, let's see what this is going to be about. But then, you know, we made sure we had a big enough space so that he had a man cave and I had a nice little lady room where we could go into our own separate spaces. We did not have children, so it was like perfectly fine. Financially, we were we were okay. 
However, the second time, I will say plus you and I, you know, we might have dated similar people because I couldn't stand this kid. And I was like, it was so interesting, the fact that he was a single father, had custody of his kid. And I would say he had a very interesting kid. And I was like, this kid is annoying as hell. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? This ain't going to work. Because you know what? He was great. He was like, he was like, he was so like accommodating. He was like, I didn't have to really pay the rent. And I was like, I'm stacking my money. This was like a great relationship. We can go out and do all kind of stuff because that's where money went towards all the other fun stuff we could do. But then I was like, your kid got to come too with us? I all the like, time? Oh. Always? I was like, they can't go to their grandma's house. I was like, they can't go to their grandma's house. What's your mom doing? What's up? And, I, and it almost, it made me feel like, I have to say, it, as a woman, it made me feel like, damn, maybe I'm not nurturing enough. And I was like, no, I am nurturing. I just don't like your kid. No, no, I'm going to be 1,000% honest with you, right? There's a different kind of love that you find for your kid. And because I'm like, I was one of those people who like, I was terrified before I had my kid that I just wouldn't have enough love to give him because I was mm-hmm. selfish as fuck. But when he, when they get here, you find it. So it's like I can't find the same love for other children. No matter how bad I like fucking your mom, there's no way I can love you the same way. We I can't find other. it. And it's just, I guess if the kid's a great kid, maybe. But single mothers seldom raise those, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm fantastic, so. <laughs> you guys do it every time. <laughs> every time hey, you man, put your foot good. right in your mouth. <laughs> First it was seldom. Ricky, now it's you. <laughs> ben, I know you I've won't do this. I'm not worried about it. Oh, man. <laughs> single mamas, huh? Thank I'm, you, mama. I'm really proud of that. You're really good at that. I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> I'm really... <laughs> What else do we have down the gym in there? Oh, yay. It's time for DM Diaries. Mm. Um, now, this is the part of the show where we ask our lady listeners to submit uh, weird or odd DMs <laughs> that they receive. <laughs> and we read them publicly um, to embarrass weird niggas. And I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated. Yeah. Hey, bitch ass nigga. Thought you some game with murder, didn't you? Sorry. You're not gonna slide, nigga. You fucking creep. I'm gonna end your shit. Hey, oh, you are a weirdo. You are a weirdo. Sending. Pictures of your dick. Your little dick, your little dick. We gon' tell. We gon' tell. Your secrets. Ho, ho, ho. Your secrets. Now save with us. Save with us. We gon' tell. We gon' tell. Your secrets. Ho, you just became a victim of the DM diary. You a bitch boy. Bitch boy. Bitch boy. Bitch boy. You a bitch boy. Bitch boy. A bitch boy. A bitch boy. Break it down with your bitch ass. 
Thought you was gonna slide, ain't it? No, you can't get away with this shit, little bitch. We gonna find you. Only you know what we talking about, you bitch ass boy. Oh. <laughs> okay, we have some great ones this Beautiful. week. Um, Ben, are you ready? Honestly, you can just put up to the fucking. You can put up to the fucking the mic. It's an audio diary. This nigga yeah. sent her an audio note. Whoa! <laughs> right. Okay. So he must have a great voice. Not to get right? red out here. It says, uh, "Hey, cutie. Hola." She's. He says hi. She says hello. He says, "What are you doing up so late?" And then the very next thing he sends is this fucking message. She asked him. No, 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 no. He's asking, "What are you doing up so late?" And oh. she's just not responding. Like she said, like he says, "Hey, cutie." She sends a whole lot. He says hi. She says hello. Mm. He, he says, "What are you doing up so late?" Nothing. <laughs> and then he sends this fucking. You deserve everything in this message. I just want you to know that. Hey Rebecca, check this out. I just wanna say happy yep. birthday. Today's your day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy birthday. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did y'all hear the R&B laugh? Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> oh, she deserved it though. I'm not gonna lie, Rebecca. Today you had to come. Why, why do all hood niggas sing huh? the same? Who deserved though? it, Rebecca? Why did she deserve it? She replied. Cause she said hello. Yeah. <laughs> so saying hello deserves. So when you say hello, you deserve whatever this guy you get. Is so unreasonable. Dude, you gotta understand. <laughs> we are we are talking about the internet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> On the internet. Uh huh. Communicating with people. Opens the door for them to spew whatever they want at you. Yeah, okay. So in this situation, when someone is soliciting unwanted attention in your DMs, how you know it's unwanted? Obviously not unwanted because she replied. So I'm saying. So that's all I'm saying. She had to come. She deserved it. Oh. Okay. Because she wanted the attention. Yeah. And his he gave attention it to her. Comes that's how. That's his attention. There you go. Because she Happy said hello. <laughs> This, so this she is started the internet. The this she is the internet. The no, no, no. She responded to the interaction. I'm saying she inter- she interacted with him. She so made she it now... an interaction. Gotcha. She okay. completed the interaction. Because he sent the message out there that could have just went into message hell. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe she didn't know she was going to get a birthday song out that's, of it. That's why you don't reply. Because if you don't want, what, if you don't want to hear something, don't reply. Because you're not going to hear what you want. You're going to hear something else. But what if you would have been a nice guy, though? Like... The internet ain't how you find it. Mm, okay. 
Okay. I'm just mostly offended that he completely ruined a song by her. No, I think he just made another happy birthday song. No, no, no. He ruined, he ruined Focus by her. It was That's what that was? Yeah. It was a cover. This is a covered shit. Just, can you please play the last few seconds of that song? Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I just need to hear the happy birthday, Rebecca. And it's not her birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, boo. Hope you enjoy your stuff. He did the R&B laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Happy we need birthday. a follow-up. Did he get the vagina? Ooh. Mm, that's a you know what? Um, Because we protect... All identities on this show. Let us know after the R&B song what happened. Did he happy birthday in that, pussy? in that pussy? Let me know. What I mean, one thing about men, y'all don't y'all y'all do what works. So it probably has worked for him at some point to sing in somebody's exactly. you know DM, and it probably worked. And you know what? He got seventy four versions of that song on his phone. Yeah. Hey, he ready? She's that one, that, one, that one went to Rebecca, but there's a Bianca in there. There's a <laughs> the Maria. There's a Maria. There's an Anne. I'm sure. There's a Chrissy, a Jessica. In there. She got lucky because you know I never you guys have gotten a lot worse in your DMs. Not y'all, y'all, but just women in general. That is a case study. What we've heard. What do you so mean? So you guys don't get unbecoming DMs like creeps, weirdos. Because I, I don't imagine y'all to post like revealing pictures and but stuff. But that's not what. That's not. It it's not, not. I know it doesn't bring them out. I know that. I'm just saying. Do you guys get those? Um. Not this. Well, I, I'm not really on the internet. Well. Okay. But I mean, I can't say DMs. I've gotten unsolicited like texts from people. I'm like, where did this come from? Like friend, like somebody you knew as a friend. Yeah, I knew them as a and friend. They and they tried to cross that friend line. They, they came tried from, to cross the line. It came from the Hennessy. So yeah. it's not really a stranger, though. It's just somebody yeah, testing a boundary. Yeah, yeah they tested the boundary. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they tested it. And I was like, it's respect. Check. Temperature check. And it was a fail. Boundary check. And it was mm-hmm. a don't reply. I would say this. That was a moment that I said, you know what? I'm not interacting with that. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not that active on social media, I think, for a person to care about my profile. What are your DMs like, though? Because you like you're on the fence. So, no, my DMs are really more like Ricky sh- sending pictures of girls' toes and how disgusting they look <laughs> in our family group chat. That's a great, that's a great relationship. <laughs> I mean, now that and, you, you, know, now just that you guys do a, a, a very quality podcast, you're going to encounter a lot of weirdos in your DMs. I just want you to know. You know what? Give you a little preparation. You know the funny thing is? I got one really weird like comment, but it wasn't in my DM. It was actually on my actual picture. Mm. It was when it was during the Super Bowl when the Chiefs won hometown, yes. Mahomes me. And some person, I think it was an older white man, I had posted a, a video of the last seconds of the game and then I posted me in a Chiefs t shirt. And he said, Oh, you're such a beautiful black queen, I should you know, let me treat you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Delete that comment and block you. Because I don't even follow, I don't know who this person is. It was disgusting. That's I was how like, you do it. It's Just weird. like that. Just like that. Just like that. You see? That's the that energy that Chris success. is talking about, though. Yeah, it's weird. And I was like, that was that, enough. That's it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because essentially he, he, he shot a shot for your and attention. And I was like, this for everybody to see? Get out of here. <laughs> In the streets. Yeah, get out of here. Ugh. 
Well, you know, he said that because he thought you belonged to them. That's all. You belonged to the streets. He, he, he just thought you belonged to the streets. Well, That's he what it thought was. hella wrong. <laughs> but honestly, people are getting together by sliding in DMs nowadays. So oh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Like you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, he slid my DM, and I said, "Hey." And they're proud up? about it. And they're proud mm-hmm. about it. So you know, it's the modern day MySpace. It's people are hooking up, and I don't necessarily think it's wrong or right, but you know, teachers all. Hey, teachers, don't, and you do have a right to, you know, stop a conversation if you're not interested. But if you show that you're interested, people will follow through Niggas with Niggas keep DMing these broads. It works. And dick pics. It's Clearly. mostly dick pics. It's very few And I don't know why you. people send, like, Let me tell you, oh, that. That, that is the one thing you do not want to just open up surprisingly. Mm. Have well. you ever opened up surprisingly a dick pic? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what color was it? <laughs> What color was it? What color was it? <laughs> yeah, for real. I'll be honest with you. And this is probably like very too much transparency for me. Never. Someone sent me a dick pic and I was literally in church. Oh. <laughs> and I literally just touched the picture. I was like, all right, sorry. The devil Jesus. Would try to and get I literally you closed. I was like, delete the photo. I was like, I was done. I was like, uh-uh. and I really, 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 because it was from someone that I knew. And I was like, why are you trying to do that? Like, that's, that's not what this is about. Yeah. I said, what about me uh, shows that I want to see your penis? And that's the interesting thing. Like, what about guys it? send that thinking like it's a thing that women care for. Like, women don't. Honestly, you could have sent your bank statement. Yeah, I would be yeah, like, oh, right, you are financially okay. You got insurance. You, yes, you know, your mortgage on payments up to date. I don't want to see what your penis looks like. Pretty much send you things, things we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't but lead sending, with your dick. Lead with the deposit. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's a t-shirt. Wrong D. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to understand, like, why on a Sunday morning? <laughs> he rolled over. The spirit listened. What, what were y'all talking about the Saturday night? Why would he do the that? The funny thing is, I hadn't spoken to this person in probably mm-hmm. weeks, and but they were a friend. He probably hit you with, "Oops, my bad." Oh, no. she the wrong person. person. My bad. No. Oh, so he just said it Sunday morning. No. Yeah, what's up? Good morning. That that was it, and I and I didn't respond because I was like I was done. And then maybe a couple of days later, he's like, did you get my picture? Because <laughs> <laughs> it take a few days for this dick to download. So I, 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 I end up spacing my phone, so, you know. I will say, I block people for That's that. That's funny. <laughs> my yeah. dick a few gigs, you feel me? I just need to know, did you get it? Yeah, did you get it? And I was like, we're done. No, we're we're done. getting a nice block. Back. We're done. We're done. My dick a few gigs. <laughs> <laughs> you got to download all the megabytes of this meat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't download this here on Wi-Fi. <laughs> you, you gotta <laughs> you need a strong signal. You need download this me. You gotta step outside. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the only DM diary because I feel like nothing else is gonna top a fucking terrible pleasure P R and B song. Uh, so we have now reached the ask a real nigga section of our program. Finally, we have people who are qualified to answer questions from other people. <laughs> <laughs> the questions you all get though I know That's why I'm like I don't know you about know. that Happy birthday It's, on my, it's, it's catchy You got me It's a new happy birthday happy song birthday. I'll mess around And make a beat out of that hey. I'll do it I challenge you I'm gonna your <laughs> Happy birthday Rebecca Hey Hey Ask a real Nigga Ride with your boy, ride with your boy, ride. Slide with your boy, slide with your boy, slide. Ask a real nigga. 
no bitch. You want a real nigga? Ask a real nigga. Black as fuck, boy. Like a gun trigger. Nigga. Nigga. Follow me on Twitter. Nigga. Nigga. Bitch, you big, I'm bigger. Nigga. Nigga. No, I'm quick to hit her. Nigga. Nigga. And I'm about to hit her. Spliff her with my nigga. This right here, let's start off. Uh, this question comes from Michael to Wallace on the Twitter. What's good, brother? Um, I got to ask a real nigga question. What's the wildest shit you avoided doing as a young man or child because another nigga told you that it was gay? That's that the is a question. <laughs> I was like, you guys are qualified to answer that. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you know what? I remember when I was in the third or fourth grade, I used to go to school every day with a jacket because it'd get cold like in the in the morning and like hot in the evening. So right when it got hot, I would take the jacket and wrap it around my waist because I thought it made me look like a ninja. I never forget walking the house one day. My cousin was like, "What you doing that gay shit for?" I'm like, "Doing what?" It was like, "Man, wrap your jacket around your fucking waist. That's gay as fuck. Look around. Only girls do that shit." And I was like, "Damn!" I swear to God, from that day on, if I have a jacket and it's too hot, put it in a book bag, drop it on the floor, I will leave it. But I'm not wrapping that shit around my waist because it's gay and it's very stupid. <laughs> but it's something that I've been doing since I was seven. So it's a part of my life now. Ricky, um, I used to wear these these women boots that were at my house. And my dad didn't like it. He called me one time and called me a queer. A queer? <laughs> yeah. They like your mom's shoes. No. I don't know whose boots they were. They were like cowboy. I remember he's yeah. a little stupid little cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be Woody, man. What the fuck? What is it? What are you? Some fucking queer? I was like, oh, I'm good. You wanted to be a cowboy? Good. It's like. There's nothing wrong with the fucking boots. It's just, you know. He just, he just didn't want to see cowboy. me. In a, he didn't want to see me prancing around the house in those boots. Next it was chaps. <laughs> ben, what's the weirdest shit or stupidest thing you avoid doing because somebody once told you it was gay? Um, <laughs> As dumb as it sounds, it's uh, eating a banana oh, like God. a certain way. I would, yeah. I would break it off with my hands. Yes, no. Yeah. I understand. That was something that started a long time ago. <laughs> I your hand just put it in your mouth and bite it? Put no. it in your mouth. What? Who was making fun of you for that? You got to blend um, it first. Huh? I think it was my classmate, like in elementary school. Oh, you mean, you mean when you're eating it regular? Instead yeah. Of, instead of, yeah. <laughs> now hmm. I break it off every time. Never would have thought. Children are so stupid. Niggas breaking up their hot dogs. With Come on, dog. Like, ketchup on, on your fingers. Yeah, it's unrealistic, bro. <laughs> dog, it's inefficient. Eat, eat the hot dog eat with two hands though? if you want to. Huh? How do you eat a popsicle? Oh, I, I don't. Bite it. Oh, you don't. You bite the tip of it. You eat a no, uh, you ice cup. Tip. You put I it on a plate and you, you get it cut it with a fork and knife. Give me a you gotta get the you gotta get the icy cup. Give me a screwball, cuz. You heard you heard how she tried to get me? She's like, so you you don't you don't bite the tip? I'm like, no, I don't bite the tip. I bite the lollipop. I don't bite the tip. Eat it like a steak. Yeah, I bite it. <laughs> see, gotcha. even right now, this lollipop, I'm about to break the stick off right now. I, I mean, not, I see you over there, you know. I don't say nothing, but... I, 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 I like when you're here. <laughs> My 
cousin Billy used to make fun of me. Not like working. when I get tired, I used to lay down in the bed. I used to curl up. Oh. And he used to always make fun of me. Like, oh, you, you, you're laying like a little bitch. Like, what, because I'm cold? <laughs> I'm cold, man. Damn. So now around him, I'd have to sleep like, like this. Such a tough guy. They gonna get these jokes off on me today, so buddy. Fucking dumb. I'm, I'm freezing, but well, I, I'm fucking, on, I ain't gonna let that nigga call up. me a bitch. But, well, hold on, were you curling up in the fetal position? Yes, is that what it was? Yes, <laughs> that's how I'm comfortable. I'm not around Billy though. <laughs> so now I can see all of you are men now. Do you still engage in these same behaviors? Like I won't do it because now it's still gay. Oh, I don't give a fuck now. No, okay. not, it's, yeah, it's not no, because it's, stupid. it's gay. The reason is different. It's, it's just Somebody habit told now. You. It's just habitual now. Oh, it's just a habit now. It's okay. habit now. Okay. I don't give a shit now. I, suck, yeah. I suck lollipops. I suck popsicles. Okay. I eat a banana regular. Eh, you give us a, a list of things you suck? By uh, I suck Real everything shit. but a dick. Good for you. Keep it that way. Plants. If Maya has any other any other ideas, <laughs> she's out of here. I'll tell you that much, bud. Please. <laughs> oh well God. done. Well done. Uh, Chris? Yeah. What's the worst thing that you heard was gay? Um, man, getting my hair braided. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have, uh, in high school, I had cornrows. Mm-hmm. I had cornrows from the time I was in, like, sixth grade. I about... I de- even when I was at BC, I didn't really cornrow my hair, if y'all ever noticed. Like, it was always in plaits. Yeah. Yeah. Very seldom. No, but like yes. Or I always had it, like, pulled back, like a ponytail. And then I stopped doing that because niggas said that was gay. That's what the old Haitian uh, people believe, that yeah. you, that when you have those styles. You, that my, <laughs> my, Speaking of my dad in queer, I had a friend named Tuan. <laughs> he couldn't pronounce his name, so he used to call him Twin. <laughs> so you <laughs> so would say... That twin is a queer. Look at his hair. Like, no, that is just braids. Mm. It's nothing to do with sexuality. Where they come from, only Haitian women have braids. Yeah, only Haitian women have slave braids. So he couldn't, he, couldn't, <laughs> he didn't understand why Twan had trick daddy braids. Well, twin. Uh, did you get? Did you guys ever hear weird things that are gay? Because you guys are ladies. I don't. I don't know if women actually get that comment. What about like, that's not ladylike? Okay, oh, that's, so that's, that's great. Ladylike. What's the weirdest thing you've ever heard that's not ladylike? That's great, Chris. Weirdest thing you've ever heard that's not ladylike? I'm trying to think. As a kid, um, mm. I don't know. I, I would say I grew up with a lot of like male cousins. So hanging out with boys was something that was not ladylike. So it's like, oh, you can't oh. always be around boys because that's not ladylike. Or one of the interesting things, crossing my legs at my knee. Is not ladylike. You're supposed to cross your legs at your ankle. If you actually understand like okay. proper etiquette, you cross at the ankle, not at the knee. What's the difference? I understand why? why. Because if you cross at the knee, you're showing you're exposing mm-hmm. your thigh. Your so it's yeah. like you're not. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not being ladylike. It's being horish like. Like you're yeah. showing off too much. The ankle keeps the legs closed. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it cr- also keeps you from revealing that you know you know that thigh when they yeah, cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I never even noticed. I was told sitting. But see, that's the opposite because I was told sitting. I sit like that now that that's gay. Well, you're a guy too. With the legs crossed, right? Yeah. I sit like that now. I just started doing that in my old age. Yeah, my old age is comfortable for me. I'm a serial man spreader. 32? In my old age. My old age, I sit at home with a blanket over me and my legs crossed. I got to sit with my legs wide open. I don't know why. You look comfortable. Yeah. I was told that that was man like. 
Work. Sitting with my legs wide open, so now I just do that. Taking up way too much space. Yeah. And men don't even need that much space. But you sit with your legs wide open, and everyone else has to squeeze in. Sorry. No, they do need space. You need to let those things breathe. You Thank need to make you. sure the sperm but is circulating and ready. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing a split. Whatever I'm, you need to I'm take taking room. up the required room. The required room. Men, yeah. ver- a lot of men don't ask for things, but if they're asking for space to keep their legs open, hell, let them have that. I guess so. Yeah. Um. For me to answer that question, what weird thing was I told um, what not to do? It was unladylike. Unlike, in the Haitian household, everything you do is unladylike. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> you breathe different stuff. It. That's not, that's not nice. You look at a person in the eye. I had this thing where I always looked at people in the eye. My mother hated it. To this oh, day, she hates it. As a child, it's rude. As mm-hmm. a child, it's rude. But for me, I, would, I guess I, I was, I just want to know, like, chin check. <laughs> what do you got to say? I want to know. I understand. Mm-mm, but everything you did, I think, in the Haitian household is up to criticism. So, ladylike, mm, nothing's ladylike. Chrissy taught me how to throw a football. Mm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Jesus Christ! That explains that's why right. you throw like that. <laughs> <laughs> why you throw like? That? <laughs> no, that's after he got the Hollandale. He threw like that. I oh. well. <laughs> throw like a Broward nigga. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> See what else we got here, bro. You look like a locomotive, bro. <laughs> chim 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 chim. Hey, man. Choo, choo. Oh, the way that you're blowing out the smoke. This question comes from Big Underscore Scalady. S H. Oh, S H Cola Lady. I don't know. B I G Underscore S H K O L A D I. Scalady. Scalady. What's the craziest thing your parents, grandparents told y'all about where they come from? Hmm. Voodoo. That's not crazy at this point. My mother used to talk about, um, like, zombies. Um, She was saying the neighborhood that she used to live in, like, everybody was, like, sure to, like, be in the house at, like, a certain time because, like, um, when it gets too late, like the zombies take over the street. And so I asked her, and I was like, what do you mean they like do. zombies, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was saying like people that I know are dead and that should be dead, mm-hmm. I can look through the window and see them walking by at nighttime. I see it every day. I, know, I feel and, her. And, and, I feel and, and, and she's she like, they're not present, they're not here, mm-hmm. but they're fucking walking through yes. the streets. Mm-hmm. It was on CNN. And then she Mm -hmm. also told me that, like, there are certain animals in Haiti that come up to you and they act weird. It's because they're people (laughs) who have been cursed. (laughs) So it's like there are certain cats with weird behavior that look at you with certain eyes. And it's like, God knows. I'm not there. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in Haiti in the fucking 60s. I don't know. So have you ever ran into an animal? That you felt like was a person. There was a cat that was at my dad's house, bro, that I knew was a person. What? <laughs> but then again, the people who lived with my dad, well, they were into some of that shit. So I know the cat that was there <laughs> was a person, bro. And no one can tell me different. He was I, a person. I actually acted on that shit one time as a kid. Like there was a cat that was just standing at the well, yeah, just standing at the uh, at the front door, and like we had like this face off. I'm staring at the cat. The cat's staring at me. And it like it, it gets up, and I was like, I know what you are. <laughs> and the cat ran off after I said that. <laughs> I, I promise, I swear, I hope. Guys, I, I wish I was lying. Hey, I wish you, I was lying. Hey, what would you have done if the cat 
Third use it. So, nigga. <laughs> 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 hey, how old were you? To go. How old were you, bitch? Man, I had to have been what nine. <laughs> I know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you are. Fucking cat took off running. Funny as hell. But my mom, uh, well, although there weren't any stories about where my grandparents came from, but my mom told me that my dad came from. Uh, he was born out of the water. <laughs> like he was born out of some like microorganism, some type of fungus or bacteria from the water, <laughs> and he just arose from a beach somewhere in Haiti. Have you been seeing all the mermaid shit going yeah, on on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, yeah. No. Go ahead. People keep hitting me up. Y'all believe in mermaid? Like, Hell, know. fuck yeah, I believe in mermaids. Oh, because y'all also mermaid? believe in outer space. Yeah, so I believe in all that shit. I bet. I don't believe in none of that fuck shit. Yeah, I do. No. All right. Can you enlighten us? What What are you hearing about mermaids? So uh, there was a thread dedicated to uh, people with, like, experiences with mermaids. And there were tales of people being kidnapped, coming back different, and living under the ocean. And so, like, these were all, like, third-party accounts that people have heard from their grandparents. Mm -hmm. But it's like they were piecing them together, and all of the stories, like, come from different people, different grandparents, all super consistent, Mm -hmm. which was interesting. Uh, If you go to Twitter and, like, there's a Haitian mermaid threat. Oh, okay. The ocean is still very much unexplored. Just so they y'all said, eighty percent of the ocean has not has not been explored. Yeah. But we've been to outer space, right? Okay. <laughs> mm. Ooh, okay. It's, it's it's not even the same thing. You're right. The it's parallels. not. Okay. Come on, parallels, parallelograms. <laughs> the fucking water's right there in front of you, but you won't go down there. We'll go way up there. Idiot. I don't understand what that means. So I'm guess he's saying if we haven't even explored everything that's on our own damn planet, how the hell could we have actually gone up there? I guess is what he's saying. Because you're the you're one of very few intelligent people in here. So, but so the I'm assumption is that they're of the exact same difficulty. Is that right? <laughs> is that they're just is that going in the sky and going down there? They're the same level of difficult. Is that the assumption? Why is it not? Is it not more difficult to go into outer space than it is for you to go jump in the water? I don't study. I, I'm not a fucking rocket scientist. Are you a fucking rocket scientist? Maybe, nigga. Fuck you. You, you <laughs> don't get that high, bitch. I've never tried. <laughs> you don't get that You don't high. get that high. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, he's talking like he's a scuba diver and a rocket scientist. I don't know. He may be. Right. He so might if, have another strain Listeners, you if don't. you are a scuba diver or a rocket scientist, please reach out to the NWO podcast. And let us, we would love to have you on the show. Cause <laughs> beyond you letting us know how you feel, I want you on here. Okay, so please reach out to us. Um, send us a DM. Nothing crazy. If we have a fucking rocket scientist listening, it'd be, it'd be fucking beyond this. This thread is nuts. You watching the thread? I mean, yeah. It's, it's fucking I'm crazy. Reading it. Wow. Okay. Some of those details just. Is it the smoke? Are you feeling smoked out? Yeah, buddy? I swallowed it. <laughs> That's what she said. Rocket took off. Uh, this next DM comes from <laughs> J underscore lock D underscore 90 on the Insta Grizzly. She said, what is the worst trait slash habit a woman can have that is an ultimate turnoff? Oh, that's interesting. Dirty feet. The worst. The worst. For me, dirty, dirty fingernails. No, nah, the worst is dirty fingernails. I mean, that. that's... If I can't get, if I look at your fingernails and they're not clean, I'm not going to get past that. 
that tells me everything so I need to know. So when you say you. worse, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna get to know all, all the bad you. things yeah. about you. That one if thing your tells fingernails me. are not clean, ma'am, I would not get to know anything else about you. Just tell me you hate answering questions, okay. bro. That's all. You could just say dirtiness. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> hygiene. There you go. Since you want a different answer, this, but, but, just the right like, one. The one for the question. Nah. That's all. I'm I'm gonna go specific with hygiene because that's where I was gonna go. But more specifically, the need of taking a shower when you get up and go. Mm. This was actually one of the items on the long list of items as to why I broke up with my last girlfriend. Because like she would get up, she would get up and maybe start her day, no shower, no bath, no wipe down, nothing like that. And she did this around my mom, so now my mom knows and she notices this. <laughs> How long so, were you with her? Oh, uh, why? When you know this, this part after his mom. Well, we out. didn't we didn't live together, mm, so you see, okay. We didn't live together, so um, I was with her for about two and a half, three years. Oh wow! And I never and you, picked up on and it. You never smelt her, like. No, but here's the thing: when she would come over to my place, this was always later in the day. This mm. was like evening, nighttime, maybe to go out on a date or things of that nature. Mm. Never gotcha. slept together and woke up together gotcha. mm. and even if we were to like go to a trip i remember one time we went to a trip uh to orlando we stayed in a hotel oh, obviously we're staying in the same room we woke up the next day we had our itinerary i take a shower and i immediately ask okay i'm done you you need to go in <laughs> <laughs> your turn your turn so it, it's your turn so i never there was never an opportunity for me to actually notice that okay she, oh, I'm she don't she don't like showers <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm just once that was brought to the light. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I imagine the look on Ben's face when she said, "I'm good." <laughs> ben standing there in his towel like this, looking at the bathroom. <laughs> no, the hell you not. <laughs> Bitch, you better drag them dirty ass feet in the bathroom. What's wrong with you, Rick? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jessica. What's the worst trait or habit that a man can have? That's the ultimate turn off. Um, I don't really. Dang, I don't know. Um, no, no, no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What's the worst trait a man could have? Um, that's the ultimate turnoff. This is gonna sound really, really petty, but the way he speaks. I am not fluent in all ebonics because I do like to like I like to understand what people are saying. So if he's a whole lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, chick it, boom. Um, I'm not following that conversation. Chick it, boom. <laughs> so boom, check it. Like, and I'm like, right, so boom. Um, yeah, I don't think we're getting past that. Because right, so then boom. I can't, I don't, that conversation is not flowing properly. So yeah, that's probably the first thing. I don't think that's petty at all, though. Like, I mm -hmm. think somebody, somebody speak is super important. That's communication. No, no, I think it's really important, yeah, but it could be important. from where, it could be something common to where they're from, and it's just like, I don't, mm, I can't, we can't flow with it. So, yeah, the way you speak to me is the initial, if we can engage any further. Can we actually communicate? I can dig that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Chrissy? For sure. Mm -hmm. Aside from <laughs> hygiene. For shiggity. Mm -hmm. Aside from hygiene, eating with yeah. your mouth open. Like that, that pisses me off. If I can see what you're eating, 
and you spitting as you talk and you got greasy fingers greasy hands and it's just like i can't take you nowhere like i'm amongst <laughs> different types of people different I mean, I, I don't know. I could be at a dinner with a particular persuasion, or I could Sally be in a Ricky lecture hall. Coyo the other day. I mean, I mean, uh, well, <laughs> I could be at a lecture hall the next moment. It's because I don't necessarily have a gauge of where I would be, who I'd be around. If you can't eat and shut your mouth, mm. then it's like you're worthless. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like, dude, like oh, you need to like yeah. go back to two, like being two years old to learn how to chew. That's right. <laughs> that I was um, I was at work and we had a, a, a meeting or whatever and this guy one of the one of my coworkers walked up to me and he was chewing as he was speaking and I said you can finish don't talk to me with your mouth full and I felt like his mother so I'm like I would never want to feel like somebody's mother yeah. so I was like yeah that that I had a coworker do the same thing it's disgusting like having bacon in his hand and this is dripping on the floor I'm like dude no what's the rush nigga finish Please. exactly you can finish this conversation is not that important mm. <laughs> Shit not going nowhere. Mm-mm. Just swallow your food. Then we'll but what if here. I'm comfortable chewing my mouth open? You can be comfortable all you want, but you don't got to talk to me. But it's different. Like, if I meet you like that, because people who eat with their mouth open, they usually, it's a different type of... I'm not talking about if you're home, you're comfortable. I'm talking about people who legitimately, they don't know how to eat. Mm. At that point, I would have met you. If people we would have gone hold, to eat... That's what I'm fork like they've been incarcerated for as a long we, time like they got to keep their elbow up as like. we spoke on earlier about moving in with each other mm-hmm. right say we move in together mm-hmm. and you find out i chewed my mouth open now that's a have you would have seen because you know why people get way comfortable mm-hmm. before you move in and i say that meaning we could be at hooters you know the way that wing cut people just start getting or the game is on you're watching them watch a fight I watch these things. So that is why I'm thinking it'd come out. Now, if we moved in together and at that point the relationship is serious, I'd probably tell you, yo, bro, you got to learn how to eat. You eat like trash. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, close your mouth. I definitely think that um, neediness is probably one of the worst qualities ever. <laughs> um, and somebody who always needs meat in some capacity is one of the worst yeah, traits in the world. One. It's um, I need whoever I'm interested in to have a life, have a passion, have a thing, something that drives you away from me so that when we reconvene, it can be lit. But if I have to be with you, or if I'm not be with you, then text you. If I'm not text you, send you a fucking f- email or a fucking fire signal, whatever the fuck. I just, it's, it's disgusting. And you need to go resolve whatever issues you have with your father. I can't be your dad. <laughs> I can't be your dad. Why did it have to go all the way there? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't be her dad. If you always need me, I'm assuming it's because he was a rolling stone. Well, I can't be your dad. I'm going to be honest with you. Attract who you are, not what you want. The level of neediness you're probably attracting is probably the level of unemotional availability you're providing. What do you mean? Hmm. Layman's for, for me. For example, oh, really forgive me. I know. I'm, yeah, yeah. You, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, did you look at what time it was? I'm sorry. Okay. You know what it is late. Look. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Essentially, all I am saying, what may appear to be neediness, it may be at that degree because you're not necessarily there emotionally present. So when you're there, you may think you're there in body, but really you're not there. So even though you think you're there, she's craving probably more of you. 
and that's why we, for you it's like well i was just with you i was just with you nah bro you wasn't probably on your phone probably texting ricky probably thinking about success your next tour you probably think about your kid you probably thinking about the next chick you're gonna smash after this bro he wasn't there wait hold up so you mean so you mean you mean women want you in mind body and spirit what the fuck is the matter with you <laughs> What's the matter with them? This is weird thing. <laughs> they're delusional. Oh my god, there's so much. There's so much. Wait, so wait, so wait. I'm sitting on the couch with you, mm-hmm. but I have to be. I have to, I have to have my brain here too. Yes. I know it's this weird thing, right? Right. That's so weird. Like wow. you should, like you should be engaged in some kind of interaction with us while you're sitting next to <laughs> us. It's oh, not man. just about the presence; about the actual interaction. No man, it's so I know much. We ask for so much. Wow, so man. much we ask for. That's a lot. It, it, you gotta think about so it. it's so it's okay if we have sex. I just lay there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, are you done yet? Uh, oh great! Then oh, we're, we're, we're gonna listen, come listen, listen. What you're saying? It's not a great equivalent. Oh, do what you want. What you're saying? I'm not denying it. What you're saying? I'm not refuting it. It all sounds lovely. It all sounds logical, but it's not how the world works. Mm-hmm. There's a little known thing called double standards that you guys practice way more than any other living organism on the planet. I'm not. I'm not saying you two specifically, but. I didn't take it that way. But I can I can practice that same uh that same concept of being present in all forms. Mm-hmm. And if I throw it back at her, there's a problem. Ooh, big problem. So Ooh. I just sit there. It's ping ponging mm. around the room. Well, once again, mm. when you create a dynamic in a relationship, it takes time to recreate another one. Am I responsible for creating the only dynamic in no, a relationship? No, no, no. However, Honestly, you can kind of, you know, own your own energy you're bringing. Now, for example, if you're saying like, oh, well, this particular person is this way. Like, I'm on my phone, you're on your phone. And when I need you to be present, you're not present. If it's a tit for tat thing, then you do need to kind of gauge your relational maturity to make this grow. But if it's a space where you just honestly don't really know, and a person may not even know, especially nowadays, we can be on our phones. A lot of us don't even realize. You ever look for your phone and realize it's in your hand? Yeah. So sometimes some things are we may have to just be retaught. And if you're with a partner you're invested in, people oftentimes they're willing to be retaught. Now if you're coming at them aggressive, mad aggressive, talking about why are you always on your phone, why are you always this, or why you just can't be with me, I think that's when people shut down and kind of just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna be defensive. I'm always gonna be on my phone around you. So, but, but also I think it goes into saying that being present with someone and being present and like with them are two different things, and right. not everyone needs the same level of presence. Yeah. Because if I'm at home and I'm like, oh, let's watch this movie, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the typical girlfriend. Oh, what just happened? And we both are looking at the same movie. Mm. Because in my mind, I'm looking at other things in the movie versus the stuff that's actually going on. I'm like, what? Why did they put that there? And I'm like, oh, what just happened? And he has to explain what just happened. Does he want to? Not really. But I'm watching this movie that you want me to watch because it's some action movie and I didn't really want to watch it. But I'm here. I, somebody recently got mad at me. I'm watching a movie with somebody. I do this thing where I like to listen to the movie and play games on my phone. I can do <laughs> right? that too. I'm mm-hmm. in the movie. I'm just in the game. And she was upset because I wasn't sitting there and watching it with her. She felt as if I wasn't there. Absolutely. And it's like, I don't know. Because you want me to ruin what I love to do to make you feel as if I'm engaged. And it feels stupid. Or it could be that she wants you to be engaged with her because it makes her feel like she's a part of your life, that she's important to you so more than the, the game. game that you're playing. But see, and that's the thing. I don't know why that should have to cost, like, what I want to do. 
So don't you think that maybe she should download the game on her phone and just start playing? <laughs> at the same time trying to watch the movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, it's not about the movie, is it? <laughs> it's about his attention. Well, I, I think, honestly, she might have been looking for, like, I want to share this moment together. Because mm-hmm. maybe she's the type that says, like, I don't know what kind of movie it was. Maybe she was like, well, what do you think about that? What do you think about this? And if you're not physically engaged with it where you're actually like, paying attention, there's things you're going to miss, just like how I miss things in movies. Right. And Game of Thrones, for one, he is a Game of Thrones person. I'm just like, there's flying dragons. I get it. There's, I, I, <laughs> Big I, deal. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, wonderful. They're Dothrakians and all that kind of stuff. You see, I know all the lingo. Oh, you watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's the two things I know. So, but other than that, like, I'm not really interested. And I think sometimes just the physicality of me being there is enough for him, but it's not enough for me. Like, I want the engagement where we can talk about it. When there's other things where the level of engagement, he wants it to be more in different situations, and I may be okay with it not being, being that way. If he's working on something, he wants me to really see it and really look at it, then I know I need to be present. So there's different times that you need to be present versus just being there. You like her? Oh. Huh? Do you like <laughs> this one young woman? Sure. All right. <laughs> do you like <laughs> Do you like sure. her enough where you actually are interested in who she is? Sure. <laughs> do you yeah, like yeah. her enough to where it's say you like her more than your game? Absolutely not. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Bingo, because bingo. there are levels to, like at the end of the day. There's levels. You know, we pay attention to what we want to pay attention to. Yeah. And uh, that joke costs so much money. Y'all just wait. Just download the game. That's all I'm saying. Bow out of some of these conversations. No, you know I'm never gonna not make it. Take the Benson approach and don't say a fucking thing. If you if you (laughs) desire the attention that bad, involve yourself in whatever else is going on as well. That's all I'm saying. If that person allows you to, though, you don't have to allow me to. If I if you playing the game and we where if we watching a movie and you playing fucking candy crush and then i get on candy crush and i'm fucking candy crush up you damn well gonna start paying attention because you're gonna ask me for a life or whatever that's the fuck they be giving away on that shit or yeah, i love that, to watch tv and scroll and i'm gonna turn the volume up so you know when i'm fucking shit up One thing, that's for tat. yeah nine times out of ten plus knew exactly what he was doing he pulled out the phone because he does not want to be that engaged with her no, nah, he there. just said he likes no, to he listen not to not about, It's not That's about different. not wanting to be engaged. That's his choice. He likes to listen to the movie yeah. rather as opposed to, to watching it. It's so dope to like listen to the movie and play a game at the same time. I love doing Whatever it. Whatever you need to tell yourself when you're with people to believe, believe. I do it when I'm alone. Yeah, I like how y'all do that little head nod thing at the same time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's so funny. Right. I understand. I suppose. <laughs> This could be a three-hour podcast if y'all keep going. Nah, 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 nah. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Do we have any uh, final thoughts? Or are you, are you, so you ready to go? <laughs> really? <up anymore? laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying. We got, a, we got like what? One more Ask a Real Nigga? How many do you want? Like three. Oh, let me get eight for Kobe. Don't use all the Ask a Real Niggas right now. Send us more Ask a Real Niggas. <laughs> and DM Diaries. To the NWO podcast. I'm about to go get up uh, and get a patty right now. This question. <laughs> yeah, what happened to those? <laughs> I mean, they're still over there. Y'all stopped them from going to get them, and then we started recording. Ricky said, you know, you know when they're ready. <laughs> when the podcast is done. <laughs> I figured that much. <laughs> that was a long exactly. five minutes, Chris. That was a long-ass five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you said five minutes. They were on their way to go get them, and you started recording. And then he said, we'll take care of you. You see how you took care of yeah, us? Yeah, after the podcast. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me see here. Uh, do you watch? Oh, this question comes from Pretty Red Bone Twenty Four on the Insta Grizzy. Uh, do you watch chick flicks with your lady? Ha! Huh? We just talked about this shit. Uh, plus, I'm definitely interested in your response. Are you doing it with all your base, some, or your fave? By the way, how do you get chicks? Because I refuse to believe that you've got game. Wow. Ha, ha. Wow. That was she's a dick. She sounds right. like she's a plus fan. There are easier ways to get my dick, my dear. Okay. <laughs> there are easier like ways she, to do it. All you yeah. gotta do is show up. She okay. was dropping bait. Out there, yeah, that was bait, honey. Was that like, was bait. Like, there are easier like, ways to get on. my. Come on. There are easier ways to get my dick, sweetie. And I'm coming, okay? <laughs> um, challenge received. <laughs> what challenge? <laughs> Just show up. Rick, do you watch chick flicks with mine? Is that something that she requires of you? Requires. <laughs> requires. Um. It doesn't require it, but yeah, we we watched uh like they're cool. Is do you have like movie night with Bay, Ben? Are you like a chick flick watcher? Like what are your favorite chick flicks? Oh shit. Uh favorite chick flick. Um the question was favorite? No. No, he asked. Yeah, I'm just that asking them. Oh, yeah. Because you must have a favorite, don't you? No, because... No, no, well, I mean, so, I mean, what chick flicks do you fuck with? 27 dresses. Whatever, no, whatever she puts on. Uh, you don't have one that you like? I just show up, bro. There's I just do, there's and, not one I just do as I'm told. No, but I'm saying... Oh, my favorite one. Yeah, do you have a chick flick that you, like, fuck with? Love and Basketball is my go-to. Nice. That's, that's a good that's chick a, flick. That's but that's a one. nigga chick flick. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's a nigga flick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nick flick. It's a Nick flick. A BET special. There you go. Uh, I'm trying to think. This one with Heath Ledger, I used to fuck with. Heath Ledger. He had a fucking chick flick. Really? Ten things I hate about you. I want to say it's the name of it. Uh, ten things I hate about you. No, I don't know. I think that was with Kate Hudson. That's with Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't remember Keith Ledger being I in think, that one. I uh, think Matthew McConaughey's in that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the wrong movie. I don't know yeah. what the fucking name of the movie is. You mm-hmm. just thought of a movie with a white guy. Mm-hmm. No, no, I know <laughs> Heath, Heath Ledger was a... He played a fucking Australian. That's some shit. Oh. I don't know. Okay. It, it's, we don't really do uh, chick flicks. Yeah, because they we, suck. I'm we, trying to think of a good chick flick. We do flick. Netflix series and stuff like that. Oh, okay. You was the, the latest one. <gasps> That I, I really like. I was I was really you know reluctant cool. to watch it with her, but then as it went on, I was like, eh, okay. I don't think it's a chick right. movie. It's about murder, unless yeah. they did that to bait us. But but it's centered I around a, a man's obsession uh, with with whatever woman he was dealing with at the time. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that you can kind of call it like something that a, a woman would gravitate to. Is Drumline a chick flick? Mm, it's one of those Nick flicks. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's a Netflix. Because I'm, I'm looking for one that I can fuck with. You're, you're digging through there, aren't you? I'm trying to see. We have a new segment called Nick Flick, and every every week we come in there, we discuss our, our you know, a Nick Flick that you enjoy, or something about a Nick Flick. There's a lot of them out there. Waiting, uh, Stella got a groove back as a chick flick. Yep. Yeah, I would say it's a chick flick. Mm-hmm. It falls in both categories. Those I mean, Tyler Perry movies are chick flicks. Those are Nick Flicks. Those are Nick Flicks. Those, are Nick Those aren't even Those are for men. No. They ain't for us. I don't watch them, so I wouldn't. Who are they for? I thought they were for niggas. They're for black women and women in the church. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, you're chicken. saying nah, and I'm like, who else could find that shit appealing? No, I'm saying, like, he, he's not making it for men. No, I'm not debating you. She said nah. 
when you said that those are chick flicks. Mm. And I'm like, who else are they for? The lick flicks. I think they're for older church ladies. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah, they're older church ladies. The ones ladies. delivering like, pies to pastor. They're, you know, something along those lines. <laughs> it's not like you and your girl are going to watch, pies you know, Medea's funeral. Like, mm. Tyler Perry don't get played at my house. <laughs> I don't enjoy any of his movies. Okay. There's a ban on it in your house? I just don't enjoy his movies. Plus, you still haven't found one? Because I'm trying to Google them now because I don't know chick flicks. Mm, I would say this. I have watched action oh. movies. I guess those are guy flicks, action movies. And I've never seen, like, a Marvel movie before. So the only Marvel movie I think I've seen is Ragnarok. Thor? Yes, Thor. There you go. So those are the ones that I'm like, I have been told, like, you need to watch these so that you can watch Avengers. And I can't catch up on what do you call those things? Marvel movies. Thank okay. You. Uh, Bridesmaids. Thank you, Never watched that. A good one. Bride Wars. Oh, even better. 27 Dresses. Absolutely fantastic. Pitch Perfect. I fuck with Pitch Perfect. That's a comedy, though. They too. got me. Uh, P.S. I Love those, You. Those are rom coms. Mm. Yeah, rom coms. Yeah. The Proposal. Mm. Shopaholic. He's just not that into you. of a shopaholic. Right. Mama Mia, hmm. Easy A, Crazy Stupid Love, it's The Devil Wears Prada, Mm-mm. Friends with Benefits. Hitch was a fucking um, chick yeah. flick. Yeah, it was a rom-com, yeah. I didn't fuck with Hitch, but it was one. That's the one where his face blew up, right? Yeah. 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 The Notebook, The Ugly Truth. You like it? Twilight. I watched Twilight. The Notebook is the ultimate chick flick. I've never seen The Notebook. Aww. Mm-hmm. That's a cute one. That, that was, mm-hmm. I, had that, I had that DVD. Whenever a chick came through, just put, to throw that in. That was before Netflix and chill. Guarantees a vagina every time. Oh, guaranteed. Love Actually. Back then it was DVD and dick. How to Lose a Guy in Whatever the Fuck Days. <laughs> Legally Blonde, Mean Girls. These are all terrible movies. You guys should actually watch it and then talk about it. Fifty First Dates. Because you might like it. Okay, I seen Fifty First Dates. Adam Sandler did that. I like Fifty First Dates. With mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was pretty that good. That was a good one. I went to the movie theater. We went to the movie theater to go see that. We Way did. Way back. You saw a chick flick with your dog, huh? It was, it was a group of us. No, 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 I, don't need, I don't need your explanation. I don't need it. Yeah, well, I mean, on, I got to defend you myself. You got to have the explanation. I don't need it. It's, <laughs> it's, I don't need it. it's cool. You want me to be gay so bad? <laughs> <laughs> Just because of Mike. <laughs> plus, his dream is, plus his dream is to find me sucking dick. <laughs> you want me to be gay That's gay not so my dream. Bad. That's crazy. If you're listening to the bags, we just... Received a care uh, package from uh, uh, Chris, the vegan trap boy. Right. Cook on, Ben. Now you're going to hear me eat. Now, if you want to know where you can get some of these, <laughs> look no further. Vegetarian Delight. Located at 6060 <laughs> Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida. Brand new menu on Instagrizzy every day. You can get your juices. You can get your food. Come through and see what we have on this menu, brother. Or sister. I'm sorry. Or whatever you are. <laughs> Please call. The number is 954-241-7402. 954-241-7402. You can come through, order in. It'll be fresh and ready when you get here. It'll be responsible. Pull up. Tell them I sent you. I don't know what this question means, but I'm going to ask anyway. If you woke up in a puddle, what would you do? 
What kind of puddle? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but there's, if, a good, there's a good puddle to wake up in. <laughs> Give me one. <laughs> Your woman's juices. A puddle of it? To sure. wake up in? She needs to be checked if there's a puddle. That's crazy if you gotta wake up in. Wake up what was she doing without you? <laughs> you just waking up. That threesome? She said she, said she wanted threesome. The fuck? She was having that threesome without you. Waking up and shit splashing. <laughs> if I woke up in a pub, I'd, I'd never do whatever it is, whatever drug it was My, that I was on. The only thing I'm going to do is try to find out why. That's all that matters. What kind of question was that? It's, it's open-ended. No, don't make sense of it. No, no. It's open-ended. You can interpret the puddle to be whatever it is that you think it is and answer from that place. And there's not a puddle that I'd want to wake up in unless it's a puddle of money. I don't think money comes in a puddle. It doesn't, so I can't think of <laughs> any puddle I'd happy to be in. Sorry. No puddles. You just going to chew in the mic, guys? My bad. How long is this podcast? The patty is delicious, though. Thank you. It's my first time having one. Yeah, I appreciate it. If I had headphones, I'd take them off right now. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy, what are your final thoughts for the evening? (laughs) My final thoughts for the evening. Well, it's been a pleasure to be able to be with you guys. Thank you for entertaining me. Um, Other than that, I believe black men should have a space to share. And I think you guys do a great job of expressing yourselves and evolving at the same time. Thank you for having me. Bitcher, any final thoughts? Um, yes, if she asks you for a threesome, it's because you're obviously lacking in some area of the relationship sexually. Oh. Get rid of that slut. <laughs> Beautifully stated. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, sure. Um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. I'm sorry for chewing my mouth open. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> my, my eyes are closed. When I saw that, I closed my eyes. <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, also, don't forget to check out new merch coming soon on nwopod.com. Uh, yeah, those would be my final thoughts. Shout out to Nigga Navy, man. Jessica, any final thoughts? Well, thank you guys for having us. I really had a fun time letting my hair down over here. Um, it smells like weed now. It definitely mm-hmm. doesn't. I just washed it, damn it. But um, there's never a right time to do anything. You need to really check in with yourself to see when is your time, not just uh, the time that people consider the time to do things. Also, um, we have a podcast, Therapeutic Girlfriends, so mm. subscribe and listen. It's very different than this podcast. Um, it definitely is a girlfriend's perspective and a, girl, a girlfriend and therapist perspective on life. So we do a lot of merging what happens in life with therapy. So definitely subscribe. That's a great listen, guys. Definitely subscribe and support <laughs> our friends and sisters. I have sisters, more sisters and friends. Actual sisters. More sisters and friends. Aww, so tender. I always wanted brothers. Uh, who else am I missing? Benefit, any final thoughts? Uh, yes, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. We're available on every streaming platform out there. You name it, we got our content, our content there. And um, uh, men, um, when it comes to sliding into DMs, do not lead with your dick. Lead with decency. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you. Lead with decency. Doesn't and. <laughs> 
And uh, number two, for you guys who take it too far, I'm, I'm very, very uh, convinced that men who do not get enough loving from women are a danger not only to themselves but to others. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a real, that's that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a word, my brother. <laughs> Rabbi Lappin on YouTube, he concludes that he agrees. Just single men are the most dangerous creatures in society. Mm. So, oh, I thought it was horny. Figure that out. Unstable on you niggas. Mm-hmm. Horny single men. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he meant. Yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking animals. animals. Y'all want me to go straight into the song of the week? Please. All right. Plus, what are your final words? God damn you! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I mean, I, I, can't, I can't stop it. She got you. Because well he had nothing. So mm-hmm. he was going to skate. I skate so many final thoughts. We and know. you're not going to yeah. do it here. Give us your final thoughts. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Let me see. <laughs> My final thoughts for the week are... um. Wedges are the lazy woman's heel. You can do better, okay? Get the fucking four inches, uh, four inches, and commit. If you can't commit, wear Reeboks. I don't know what the fuck you want me to tell you. You can't even watch a movie and not play a game. Reeboks. Wear Reeboks. Talking about wedges. Wedges and Reeboks. Okay. Watch a whole movie without your phone first. Reeboks. Benefit. What our song of the week this week? This week's song of the week comes at the hands of Baby King, track title Orange Soda. On my face, I Thanks for listening to the NWO podcast. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coupe, smoking cat piss. Lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Hey, lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Hey, you know I love it when you talk dirty. Sort of shorty, you act like a little me. I wanna fuck you. You the type to kill me. I won't touch you. You want me drop a band on some cute shoes. You want me be the man you can vent to. You let me beat it up. You let me practice. Now I'm finna lay you on a mattress. Bitch, sit on my face. I attack that. Choose up, Lil John. I'm finna pack him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coupe, smoking cat piss. Lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Ayy, lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, ayy, shut the fuck up. Ayy, my lil' baby, Loki, a flexor. Six figs on the whip, that's a price tag. Lil' best friend, bitch, tried to press me. I'm that underground nigga with the check, though. I hate a bitch that I can't impress. When you come see the crib, you better die, ho. Young nigga sneaking in through your side, though. Baby King, not a wave, I'm a vibe, ho. Seven fig nigga with the big drip on me. Post on your block with your wish list on me. Bitch, sit on my face, I attack that. Choose up, Lil John, I'm finna pack him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coupe, smoking cat piss. Lil bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Ayy, lil bitch. Shut the fuck up, tell your best friend Shut the fuck up